0: Love Talk Radio.
1: a lot of tap in this show. I am that tip like. Okay, you guys. Listen. Say me. Can y'all hear me? Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. It's a late night show. I wasn't expecting to have a show tonight, but I knew I didn't give y'all one last week because this, did I give y'all one last week? I think I did, I gave y'all one, oh, man. I didn't give y'all one this week. I gave y'all one last week right after Vegas, like that Sunday, but I didn't give y'all one for the, the following weekend because I was tired, child. And today, listen. Your girl slept out most of the day. I had a procedure done. Okay, yeah, I'm okay. I had a procedure done at the hospital and at the doctor um my doctor and uh they had to put me to sleep. And child, listen, I'm tell you I got some good sleep and they made me, I was sleepy the whole day. <laughs> I said no not to be funny about Michael Jackson. Well, I understand why you taking that profile. <laughs> I was like, Jesus! So I woke up. I was like, what? The nurse was looking at me like, yeah, you, you I mean, we're done. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> I've had a, that was the, uh, something done before, and I had where well, I had to have a procedure. They had to have a procedure. And it, it turned out, listen, it was a blessing. Everything turned out good okay but you know i have to have a one more pr- procedure coming up so y'all be praying for me child okay but you know how it is. you know this uh so uh, how we women when we get you know we need to you know our physicals and we get a check we need to get checkups and stuff like that so, <clears throat> so i'm get ready to talk to y'all about a little bit now in a minute here but so i had to get that done today and so it, i was sleep the whole day so i'm wide awake now. As I said, let me do a show. I haven't talked about what I said I was going to talk about. That's the beauty of Block Talk Radio, what I love about Block Talk Radio. And a lot of times I have a show sometimes written out for y'all, but tonight I don't. And, like, a lot of times I don't, and I can do these shows, like, sometimes off the top of my head because I've been doing them so long. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as we go over and transition into YouTube, it's going to be very different. Uh, even the podcast on here is going to change a little bit, you know. Uh, and I won't tell y'all yet how we're going to change it, but there's going to be some things, a little bit of things changing, okay? But it's all good, right? It's all for the good, all right? Listen, so, man, so much going on this week. My week, so far, started off great. I'm recovering from Vegas. Child, I still, listen, I had a, I need a full, like, forehead. I don't realize, you know, I'll be realizing like I be trying to pop, you know. I be trying to do like young people out here. I still feel like I'm 21, you know, in my head. <laughs> so I be out here, trying, I be out here trying to be running around, <laughs> and I don't even realize how tired it be making me. I be like, you know, so Vegas. I didn't really realize. I was like, ooh, ooh, this, it was a <laughs> It was a lot. So it was a lot to recover. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, but well, I'm doing well now Feeling good, feeling a lot better Okay, so I remember telling y'all About this six-month thing And I went, you know, I talked about my six-month boot camp That I had started a few months ago And uh, Listen, child Six-month boot camp went to hell, okay I had a lot of stuff <laughs> But I started it back up this. I got, I uh, have some friends Who decided, we all decided To go back in on it It's a uh, Four of us right now, and you know the rest of them be coming in all late and stuff. You know, whatever. But it's four of us going in in on it now, and we've been talking about it. And I wanted to share with you guys who are listening. If you guys guys would like to get in on the boot camp, you guys can DM me on Instagram, or you can DM me on the Carlotta chat with Facebook page. And say, hey Carlotta, I like to. Uh, be in on your six-month thing, be a part of it and stuff like that. We might create, like, a secret little page or something like that for us to all discuss and kind of encourage each other. But if you'd like to be in on it, you know, you're welcome to. Okay, so I'm hoping to have some guests on. I have, you know, y'all know how i be getting, okay? I'm going to try to have guests on. But what I, what my little six-month thing is, I said I was going to explain to y'all so I wrote it out because I had meetings with some of the friends that are doing it with me. And so let me put this out so y'all can see. Because last time I felt like I just brushed over and gave y'all the whole thing. So boot camping is really, you know, just us getting our health together, our mental, our spiritual, everything. Because I feel like, you know, I feel like as a woman, sometimes you need to have that. And listen, I have been having, you know, I always share with y'all on this show because part of my is word is to share with y'all a little bit about myself. Personal things I go through—I don't—I'll tell y'all everything. But it's some of the stuff I, I've been going through some like my emotional stuff, you know. I think it's Scorpios. I was talking to my other fellow Scorpio friend and another fellow Scorpio friend who's a Scorpio Moon. and She was like, "Don't be on Beyonce that much, you know. She going through some shit. <laughs> she's trying to tell me because she's Scorpio Moon, right? She's Like, you know, we going through some we, we going through some heavy emotional shit. We just trying to uh, straighten down our life." And so I'm 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 noticing like Scorpios are going through these, like we going through, we always going through transformation, baby. Listen, in transformation. That's us, okay, all day long. If we can't trans, we can't burn ourselves up and re recreate ourselves, child. We be we be like a dead fish out here, okay? But. Uh, but, you know, that's what I think is recreation. So I was talking to my Scorpio friend, and I was like, we had a long talk the other night because she's part of this thing, and we were like, it's just, just emotional things, keep trying to uh, figure out things in our lives. And, and one of the things, the kind of conclusions that we came up with for ourselves is just to just have fun. Like, you know, Scorpios are so, I am such a, sometimes I can be such a control freak. Not all the time, but a lot of times. You know, I be controlling. I be like, I don't like nothing. I be like, hey. <laughs> so we'd be right in order, you know. And I got Virgo moon too, child. <laughs> so my Virgo big Scorpio be like, let's get it together, right? But my Leo is a party. I'm a Leo ascendant. So my Leo ascendant and my Libra Stellium, and So they like to have fun, you know. So like they my sad stuff. But I got that Capricorn too. So, yeah, so child, so I can be a little bit hard on myself and everything like that and sometimes just not know how to, like, you know, just let things be, <laughs> right? I'm always trying to figure out, like, what the hell? <laughs> because, you know, what people can, when, people, when energy, certain energies can pull on me psychically, I don't know if y'all have that, like, if you're an empath. I can get pulled on easily, right? And so, energetic wise, and so I can, if if I don't understand why you pulling on my energy, I'll be trying to figure it out. And sometimes it'll be too much, you know what I'm saying, emotionally. So I have to always guard myself, you know, guard myself because I'm very, I can, you know, I can feel energy. So I'll be like, ooh, ooh, ooh you know what I'm saying. So, <clears throat> so, uh, so we were talking about a little bit of that too, and just the need to. Just have fun, just not really care. <laughs> like, you know, like not try to figure it all out. Yeah, it's like, you know, I love this thing in the terror. Terror, I am like terror, cards, I like terror. Some people be scared about this. I'm like, I can't know about your bitch. Well, you know, it depends on the terror. <laughs> like, have you ever... Like tarot reading, listen. Let me let me just say this, and I know this, God. I'm a. I know I'm a. I'm. I'm. A, I love the Lord too, but I know it's a conflict for some of y'all. But I do like tarot. Okay, so you know. Well, I ain't gonna try to. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna try to justify. Okay, but what let me what I well I tell you just speaking about tarot cards, what I've learned. And I used to be scared of that kind of stuff, but <clears throat> not so much uh, anymore. But. uh, you know, so what I love about tarot cards, you know, they can that sometimes you can get energies and get I, things that you didn't understand. I trust me, I will, if I don't, if you, if, you, if I feel certain things, I'll put tarot card on. <laughs> I call a tarot card. I call one of my personality people. You had to pull card on your word. But, you know, this <laughs> But I feel like you know, tarot has to be used limitedly. Like, you know, you can't use tarot all the time. And I was so—it was so funny because I was talking to this young lady in school. I remember she was a tarot card. She was talking about, "Yeah," she said it's so hard not to use it. You know, to just limit—you have to limit it. You know, we were talking about that and everything. So, <clears throat> one of the things I love there's a part there's a card in the tarot. Uh, oh, what was I going to tell y'all? It's a. Um, uh, card in the tarot, that's the tower, right? And the tower always denotes like it's some sort of like something big is about to happen, something's about to fall like it. And this particular card usually in the tarot cards, like in the main readings and stuff has pe- a big tower and it's exploding or people are falling out of it or something like that. It means upheaval in some sort of way. Good, it can be for good, uh, and bad. Usually the tarot, a lot of people when they see the tarot, tarot card, they get scared, but sometimes the tar- tarot card is a great thing, right? And so I feel, we, we would like, we were we were having that energy of like just let the the tower happen. <laughs> Whatever the tower gonna be, gonna be. Okay, but we're gonna have fun. <laughs> we're gonna let it go because we too much trying to, you know, hold on to what's the end you know, what what's it gonna be, you know, and stuff like that. So <clears throat> it's so hard for a go with that. So yeah, so we were talking about that kind of thing and the need for, you know, that's some of the one of the needs of our mental health things, stuff like that. So here's my little six-month thing. So that's just a little discussion we were having there. But um, me and my swoppy old friend. Uh, but we, one of the things I wanted to do, and I will let you all know when I'm going to get started and try trying to talk to people in the series, different people that uh, I want to be a part of this series that I'm getting ready to do for you all for six months. God bless. And we will try to have somebody on, a guest and stuff to talk about it. But here's what we want to work on, Okay first spiritual emotional and mental health because like i just said it's so important we be going through stuff and we be going through all kind of things and then i'm also a, a caregiver for my grandparents my grandparents are very independent but i'm their care i'm the person i'm a, i'm on the phone with the doctors i'm on this i'm doing this <laughs> i'm arguing with people <laughs> I'm arguing with my oldest sibling slash my mama and my <laughs> this fact I'll tell y'all, <laughs> but I'm the one right. So you know, so it's a lot. You know, you really have You know, I be I take care of all the stuff. You know, and it sometimes can be a lot, right? And plus, I'm in the middle of doing my own ish and have my own stuff I'm doing in the middle at fifty. I'm having this resurgence of of of, of, of walking into. Uh, uh, Um, careers and different things that I had let go of and going back into that. And so it's it's, it's a lot, (laughs) right? And so sometimes, you know, you need to have, you know, you need to understand where you're at spiritually uh, in your emotional and mental health. And one of the things we were talking about is getting health checkups, meaning that if you need health checkups, like if you need a physical, if you need certain things done, so you know you're supposed to have certain tests done. We hold each other accountable first to getting a physical, getting your health checked out, and then if you need to get your mental health, if you need to get a therapist, it's okay. Therapy is okay, child. Okay, listen, man, don't be scared of therapy. I was in therapy as a young girl, a little girl. You know nothing wrong with therapy. <laughs> I was. It's true. I was in therapy for. I think I was in therapy for like nine to. Was probably like fifteen or sixteen when I got out of therapy. I can't remember. It was was pretty much, but I I went for years. I did. Well, I had a. You know, listen. I was raised by my grandparents. My grandmother always wanted to make sure I was mentally, you know, okay with things, and and I was having a little fear about some things. in, In in. and growing up you know what i'm saying um because i had a you know i got a wild child for a mom See <laughs> that what she is so you know so a lot of times you know i was i i was worried about things sometimes and so you know the therapy helped me to sort out my you know my my young child life you know we're going growing up and stuff so, so i remember little things and elements from it as an adult I've had a little bit here. I haven't needed it so much because I'm my own therapist, but I will go to a therapist if I think I need to, baby. Sure will, honey. Ain't nothing wrong. Ain't no shame in going to a therapist talking about so mess, okay, if you need to, right? So getting mental health check therapy, um, check-up. We talked about exercise routine. I have a one, Okay. Sometimes I file off on it, sometimes I'll be. But most of the time, I do have an exercise routine. I do mostly exercise a lot, so that's not. Even though I don't, I know I don't do but I keep tone, you know, in a certain way. But I need to really lose the weight. Like, you know, I'm weird. I'm a weird weight person. It's weird. Sometimes I have a, you know, it's it's weird. I go up and down, up and down, up and down. It depends on, and I have to stop letting my stress level do that. You know, because I, when I'm stressed, I go up. And I'm, <laughs> You know, what I'm saying? and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm trying to learn not to let stress start taking. Yeah, but I exercise a lot, so that's not a thing. But, it, but the problem is, is that you know how you take care of how you go diet, how you eat, and stuff like that. So we'll talk about that. I got friends who are talking about that. How we're gonna do better in that. How we're gonna hold each other accountable. So if you, you know, this is some, this is some one of the things we are talking about. Um, weight goals, we do have those. Okay. All right, so my friend, we were all talking about, like, you know, what is going to be our motivation? Like, you know, <clears throat> because we crazy, you know, sometimes you need a motivation to help you get to go. So my girlfriend the other day was talking about one of her motivations is that she wants to be in shape for this particular situation she got coming up, and she wants to look good for it and everything like that. And so we're like, oh, that's great and stuff like that. And so I was like, yeah, I don't know, you know. I had to figure out something. It's like, uh, the cruise. Forget <laughs> y'all. I'm not going on a cruise. I don't think I am. <laughs> they don't mind at all that I'm like, what on a cruise? They like, they looking at they all give me the duck lips. Like, you are going, I do not believe you're not going on a cruise. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying about it right now. So they were me dad has a goal, so you know having a goal like something behind. You. Sometimes you, if you have a goal, it can help you towards your your weight goal, like whatever you have, right, or something like that. But you also want to carry it on after that particular thing. So that's what we were talking about. They they just don't believe me here. They think I I told them I'm I'm gonna check I'm gonna check into rehab.
0: <laughs> They're like right.
1: <laughs> okay, and be and I'm gonna talk about that a little later on because Max had an advertisement for. I saw a little advertisement for it on his page. Ain't that cute? Yeah, little advertisement. He put a little thing. Wait a minute, and then he said, uh, "Wait a minute, wait a minute, hold on." Let me tell you about the sideboard. Let's talk about this boat cruise real quick before I advertise it. Y'all like? Now we'll get to that in a minute. As soon as I get to the time, we're gonna talk about him and his, his little commercial for the boat cruise and how blah it sounds. I'm like, okay, you want us to come or not? <laughs> I even like Beyonce with women's on I'm like who put you up to the like <laughs> Beyonce like I got to do this tour child <laughs> Anyway, we'll talk about that in a minute. All right, so having a goal for your weight, your overall weight goal, like something that you, if you want to get into a dress, if you are going out with somebody or you're going to a particular event or you're going on a cruise or you're going uh, out of town or whatever during the six months, whatever, if you got something to motivate you, then use it, okay? And then we talked about the idea um uh if you had any other goals after weight loss and stuff, like plastic surgery goals, because we're older, okay? Not for you young girls, but for us older girls, we were talking about things like Botox, if we feel like we need that, uh, breast lifts. <laughs> That's my dream. Like, I want to get a lift. And, and, like, you know, maybe a reduction. <laughs> This is my thing, okay? And so we talked about that, little things like that, about is that important? How important is that? And and talking to each other about that, and finding out more information on those things and not just having them have uh, an idea, but really looking, going to doctors, talking to them, and stuff like that, if that's something we want to do. And it's big, really. That's just on our overall health, mental mental health and wellness every check, okay? Because that's important because you ain't got your health, you ain't got nothing baby. Okay, let me tell you that next you can have all the money in the world. But if you ain't got you ain't got about to live and enjoy it, child. Okay? Telling you, right? So just changing our ideas about health and wealth and stuff like that. Next is our career goals that we really want to do with our career, how we want to uh, see life. Some of us are heading towards second half. You know, my, one of my girlfriends just started a new job, you know, and she's just like, oh, wow, this is, you know, this is deep. I've been at this one place for years and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, things like that, okay? And um, also, uh, what is it, also financial goals, how if you know if you get things straight financially, get better goals, more goals, all kinds of stuff because you know inflation's up and uh, Joe Biden with his lying ass, these student loans is about to come back and <laughs> all this stuff. So we we really need to see the big picture of how those you know we handle those main things. So those are some of the things that we're going to be looking at. Um, I'm planning on also having a, you know on deck people that you can have on deck. And besides therapy therapists you know uh maybe uh motivational books or uh astrologists. like i hope hopefully i'm trying to talk, i'm gonna try to talk to my astrologist if she'll come back on again and talk to y'all about how uh she coaches people you know she has uh life coaching uh seminars about uh, seminars and segments about you know best location to live for ma- making money um she has um um, and it's a Apple I, I, and I, she she doesn't provide you know I'm doing this it's astrology, astrology lady dot com you can see her astrology with astrology lady on YouTube I get paid none for this it's just I like her I think she's dope and especially for single girls okay because she's good for me I'm I'm a married person I go to her but she really does the best dating astrology dating thing I have ever heard I mean she's just straight out about her dating. And she's gotten, you know, divorced in her life and her dating life and all that stuff. I mean, it's she's really good at that, okay? So it's good for y'all. But astrology people, then I have a, my hair person who is kind a, of, a, 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 I want to have her on. Listen. She talks about. She also wrote a best-selling book about codependency. She has a cosmetology school for young girls. So we want to talk to you about keeping up your looks and your beauty. That's what we are talking about: physical appearance, physicality, doing your hair, getting your hair done, getting your hair healthy, all that stuff, child. So as you get older. All that's important. And for young girls, you can listen to that too. I want to try to have that on. I have a person talking about. Uh, Posture and charm and stuff like that, and how to handle yourself and all that, y'all. So that's like some of the stuff that I want to do in the six month boot camp. So that's what that's about. If y'all are interested, let me know. We we're going to start this week our six month. Okay, so uh, we have I have a couple more little meetings with people, but we're gonna start it this week, and we're gonna uh try to head towards our goals for six months, and we'll be stop shopping stopping in with each other. And, different things about our health, and I'll let y'all know what's going on and how we're doing with it, okay? If y'all want to be a part of it, you can. Remember, you can hit me up on our Facebook page, okay? DM me or Instagram, Carly's underscore galaxy, all right? Ciao. Okay, let me talk to y'all about this. Didn't I tell y'all about me? My friends wouldn't believe me about this food <laughs> So I looked up and I was like, okay, so I got, uh, down two, I got two people who may want to go. One for sure who I'm thinking is going. If I decide to go, I was like, you know, I don't know because I got this, you know, and, and he coming in September to on my Beyonce weekend, so I'm having to leave a day late because you know, he, gonna, he had to change. He changed his his, his date because he's going to be doing hip-hop things. So I had to I had to. He gonna come on Friday, and I'm trying to like. I'm like, dang, I gotta get. I gotta go to that show. I ain't even got to take it, to it yet. I don't know. I, Cause I'm going back and forth. I'm like, you know, should I just meet him for lunch and you know, go hang out with and not even go to the show? And you know, <laughs> I gotta think. You know, what I'm saying? but I probably more than likely, <clears throat> we'll go to the show. Okay, so then I gotta think about the boat cruise too. <laughs> I mean, not the boat cruise, the cruise. I be saying the vote, I be laughing every your country. The double, what is it? A double? What is it? What they call them? Uh, uh, a double? I forget what they call it. <laughs> but anyway, for the crew, you know, I'm like, really, seriously, you know, should I be thinking about that because he getting all kind of money. He wasn't even supposed to get the money for the back to back concerts in uh, uh, in Vegas. He just better be laughing, do reviews, and so I can use it for my shop. <laughs> I wouldn't even supposed to go back back in Vegas. So the cruise, I'm like, second, I'm like, sure, i be, sure, i go to a crew? So you got Robert Glassman on there, and I want to see Robert Glassman. The other people, I'm like, man. But Robert Glassman, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, so I'm not sure. I'm just like, what should I do? I don't know. But anyway. Okay, so he started, he put out a little commercial on his thing, on his, what's this little, and then you see little commercial, little sponsors if you're on Instagram, sponsored messages and stuff, but he put out a little commercial, little thing, until the cops come knocking, and he's like, please come, what is it? It was sounding like, I read it in a dejected way, like I was listening to like how his voice might say, and I was like, ooh, that sounds dejected. (laughs) Do you want people to come to this group? Are you excited about me? Right, coming to this cruise? Cause I'm like, I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, maybe, it's, maybe it's doing well. She, I know all the senior girls is up there, you know, cause I, I already know girls who tell me they going. And I'm like, oh, okay, Cinderella's in the house. I just want to go see the Cinderella. in then and get my damn sister. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm interested. <laughs> I'm nosy. I'll be like, oh, I'll see <laughs> it's like you went to the Cinderella bar. I'm the reporter. <laughs> He had the Cinderella. <laughs> Cause you know, he it's gonna be couples on there. But it's gonna also be Cinderella on there. <laughs> Everybody try to get their clear trying to get this some glass slipper. <laughs> I wanna see shenanigans. I'm here for the shenanigans. Oh, I'm here for. Her. I am here for shenanigans. I'm so know, I like the next Rona Barrett, I'll be there. We're here. <laughs> This Peter White even try your glass slipper. <laughs> Let me stop. <laughs> <I just can't. laughs> All right. So, but then anyway. So that it doesn't sound exciting I mean, I was just like, are you excited? I mean, because you know, I feel like when people are, you, you're having a, like when Tom Joyner used to be like talking about, he's like, yeah, this is what he says, please join us this Valentine's Day, February twenty twenty four.
2: Said,
1: please join us, this, I mean, damn. Please join us. Miss Valentine. I'm like, shit, well hell, are you gonna have food? <laughs> I Sorry. Mean, what? You you sound, are you coming? Are we to send the Cinderella's on the phone? And me up here being up Bear, Mary Child Moore, More, so I can on and y'all know if I come in, you ain't is on the boat 'cause you said like you're not gonna be that excited. Please join us. Please. <laughs> like you should be coming out like, yo, yeah, yo, guys, I got a, am having a boat cruise. I mean I'm having a cruise. I mean ha- Cause I got a saying I'm so country. I know what I be doing. I'll be doing that on purpose, but i am touch But i am having a cruise and y'all, I am um uh I, I you know, I'm excited. I want y'all to join us. You should be live. <laughs> you should be showing your face. It should be a contest out there. I already said you need to have a contest. Give 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 one of them cabins away. <laughs> I always give a contest. I always tell people give a little contest or something like that. You know, it's just so nice. It's nice and you. i don't know. You're saying but yeah, it's like, come on, seriously. I don't feel no love. I'm like, is this? A... I mean, it's like he you know the Cinderella. So somebody that's not convinced, I'm like, okay, you—you—you acting like you're convinced. you convinced. Yeah, like I know how to send the Cinderella's about for sure. I ain't got do much. All I got to do is fast. There they come. That's all I got to do. All I got to do, they're going to lay $1,200 on the table. They're going to lay, lay, lay $2,500 on the table. <laughs> it's hilarious. Wow. It's just something. I got to maybe I do got to go see that here, okay? Yeah, Jeez, you know what I'm saying? I need maybe I do just for the, to entertain and laugh, you know, myself. Yeah, man, my, like this is wow, okay. <laughs> but yeah, it doesn't sound like exciting. I'm not I just I don't feel the love yet. I don't feel the excitement And my I don't feel the excitement enough to put my twenty five hundred dollars
0: down.
1: Twenty six hundred dollars. What's it twenty seven? I'm not doing no meet and greets. I ain't got time for that. I ain't doing meet and greets with plastic. I've already heard the plastic is still out in the street. so, please, So well, I you still got plastic, okay? Why you still got plastic at the meet and greets? Somebody already told me. It's about three people that told me it's still plastic there. I'm like, I'll never do a meet and greet again. I <laughs> said, I'm not doing one. Well with the plastic. And my friend said, okay, you said you weren't going to do no back-to-back concert. Are you won't are ever do a meet and greet no, no plastic. All right. <laughs> i plastic, right? I said if I do, I'm going in there calling him Bubble Boy. I'm like, what's up, Bubble Boy? Uh-huh. <laughs> you still have <buy> this plastic? <laughs> so, what is? There's no reason to have plastic anymore. Okay? There's not. I know COVID. They having a little bit of resurgence. COVID is here to stay. You know this. Why are you having plastic? It's just ridiculous, too. Fans pay a lot of money for that, too. Go back there, would be five or six. And some of them do it a lot.
0: Yeah,
1: they be doing a lot. A shout out to the ones who do it a lot. Y'all special. Shit, you gotta give y'all one for free. You should have one of them. You know, when I go to the uh, big store. <laughs> I got good customer service here. When I go to the wig store, or uh, when I go, I always look for people who got like because, You know, I'm a we. I love weaves and wigs weave and such. Yes, I love. I love, love to wear my hair. Cause I don't like doing my hair, so I I like to be wearing braids, everything. I don't like it. I just a child me, and plus I'm in the middle of growing my hair back out, child. So you know, I'm really want we get done. So, <laughs> it's, you know, except for it's natural cut and stuff like that. But when I go to these wig stores and stuff, I love when they have, like, customer programs, you know. Like every time I buy a lace like, one, I buy something, they sent me, sent me. you know, they like, oh, yeah, you go, you get a free one. You're you about to get a free. You, get, you get, get your stuff free. Oh, you get sixty dollars off. Girl, you get 100 dollars off. i have be like, yes. I, and this one place I go to, this one beauty supply store, they always be like, Oh Miss Mahone, could you put your uh, number in Miss Tune, Miss Mahone, or whatever you know? Cause I go by both of them. Yeah, you to you put your number, and I'll be like, I put my little thing in. That's my 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 my, my mama's name, Mahone. Okay, and my married name is Tune, right? But I go by Mahone a lot, so my uh, so so they they, they put that, you know, they put a little bit because I kept bum girl, I kept both my names, right? So they uh, so I put you put the um. I put this little pen in, and they be like, oh, you got so many dollars. You got so much you can use to that. I'd be like, really? Oh, I love that. And I like to build it up. See, I like that. That's what he should be doing for some of these people who be coming in there and coming to them meet and greet seven times. <laughs> they should get a little stamp when they go out. There's a meet and greet. You got to be and You need to stamp it when they meet and greet card is for you. You get, a, you get a free meet and greet or a free concert. I like customer service shit. I'm sorry, I do. I guess because I, work I worked as a customer service manager for so years. So I love customer service. I'd be like, that shit needs to be. You need to be on point. I like my people to be on point. I like people to be friendly. I like people to be nice and kind. You know what I'm saying? So I'd be feeling like that's a celebrity, right? Speaking of that, being cool, like, giving stamps and stuff. I'm talking about Master giving stamps for meet and greets and stuff. i probably never make it to team, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'll be like, after the first time I met you and you in classic, I'll be like, nah, I'll see. But, you know, some of them, some of these girls, ladies I know out here, y'all are beautiful. Y'all really, I, I, y'all be going and y'all be, y'all be getting y'all stamps pulled up. <laughs> One lady I met in Arkansas, I think I told y'all about this, but the when I went to do the meet and greet, in arkansas this lady these her and her mother were a time this white lady and her mother grabbed me and she was so sweet her mother gave me compliments. she was just beautiful i mean just beautiful and she said she she said they've done yeah, her she's done them her her daughter had done a few of them and she was like she was telling me i was the person that shouted out in in dallas or something. and i said like, oh yeah i remember and he shouted them out again at the concert right when i was in um uh uh arkansas but she brought her mother to meet Maxwell. I was like, Whoa Like she should get her like a whole freebie ticket for your mama. <laughs> mama don't care about so ass <laughs> Mama was just alone, just being a sweetheart for the ride, Okay? Mama ain't a fan. Mama mama was asking she's like, Oh, he was so nice, oh he was so good like she I was like, mama, you don't care But it's the it's the one over here the kid the fan. But those fans be playing for their mama To do meet and greets, and (laughs) and they uh and they uh uh, and they sell. That's wow! That's wow! That's that's a beautiful thing. That's crazy! That's wow! Meet and greet. My grandma be like, "How much you pay for this meet and greet, girl?" Because you know I ain't in the Maxwell like that. That my grandma would say. Girl, if you pay for me a meet and greet for Busta with or Pit Bull, I might be interested, but, girl, I ain't trying try to see me. What are we going back here and meet Max for? <laughs> you ain't kind of waste no money. <laughs> but she did the other day. Okay, so I'm coming, I'm coming home to see Beyonce, right? And so my granny goes, oh, I might want to go to Beyonce, right? I'm like, what? Because, you know, she, she used to go to conferences and stuff before, you know, all the time. But she'd be older and she'd be chilling. And she was supposed to go see Mary J. Bob with us one time. But you, she loved Mary J. With Maxwell, right? But she couldn't go because it was snowing that night. And she had just got to, like, the high the hospital so much. She didn't want to do that. She gave a ticket to my friend. So she goes, yeah, I might want to go see Beyonce. I said, Really? She said, well, yeah, cause I want to see her stage and everything. It looks like it's really nice, on So because like, her and my grandpa be on the internet. Child, they be on that <laughs> the iPhone on that internet. So I was like, I said, I said, well, if you want to go see Beyonce, let me know. You know, I try to hurt work it out or whatever because, you know, so I'm like, dang, really? Seriously? <laughs> so she was, she's like, she's kind of interested in Beyonce. I was like, that's wild. It's kind of crazy because she just want to see because she's been hearing so much hype about the stage show, right? And The only other person that she's talked to about like this is Taylor Swift. She has stuff, but she don't really like Taylor Swift. She likes Taylor's aesthetics, like her, you know, state, like what it looks like her state. Same thing with Beyonce, right? So I'm like, oh, you know, okay. So we'll work, work that. out. only thing I'm scared of is that my grandma might be a Beehive member when I come out of this. I don't want my grandma being no Beehive member. Cause my grandma, you know, she she like vocals and stuff like that. You know, Beyonce be singing sometimes and stuff like that. But she might over, she might, oh, she might go to one good performance, it's the last performance, and buy into the whole hive thing. <laughs> and you know, you can't be my grandma be no high member. <laughs> can't be no high member. Everybody. to be a high member. Never. My girl be about, oh, Beyonce was so pretty Me, She'd be talking about like, You should have seen the stage It was so I could hear her for days I'd be like Oh, yes, and Beyonce the would Blah, blah, blah She'd turned turn into a beehive member I just cannot have that I cannot have it Beyonce, usually I cannot have my granny be in a beehive member I will not Okay <laughs> so I got to think about that I may have to rethink that <laughs> Okay Maybe she do not Maybe she don't get picked to the show of her. I, I, I hear her acting like it's a religious experience Like Jill Scott <gasps> Like Jill Scott yeah, I hear, Oh my god Who was the other day when somebody else acted like it was a religious experience <clears throat> That's the intro Send Oh, Jesus. And then Tyler was showing his book. I don't know. I can't have my grandma up there. at the time. I to act like it's a religious man. i would be like, no, 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 no. You <laughs> evil candy lady is not telling my grandma energy. <laughs> I'm not <ever>. having <laughs> it. So I got to think about letting her go to the show. Now I think about it. I need mean, to think about that twice. But anyway, as I was going back, getting back to giving customer service, and that's what she'd be giving, like the stamps or something, because all these girls that be showing up and being Greek ten times. <laughs> wow, so, like Chris Brown, Chris Brown gives you Usher, Usher, Usher is a listen. Let me just say this about Usher: I may try to go to one of Usher shows. I've seen Usher a few times in my life, but they say Vegas is special. Listen, Usher knows how to give the women a shot. Listen, I'm, I'm like, Usher, go on, dude do them women be screaming? They be asking, they ready to leave home. <laughs> Usher does his thing. <laughs> and then what I loved about Usher is he did the boyfriend video with Kiki, him and Kiki Palmer doing that boyfriend video. Oh, my God, that was the best. I love that. What a play on the whole thing! That was so cute. I thought that was so cute because that's what girls do in Vegas. Girls get together, they go to like they go to the Usher show, or like in my case the Maxwell show, or something. Like that. Girls are you know they like they you know they having a good time, they having fun, or whatever. Waiting to see you know they personal, stuff. you know it, it it was just cute. I love the way he did that. I love the way he played off that. that. Usher don't mind to let you know he will take your woman. He ain't single right now, but he will take his the woman if he is if he was <laughs> That's <laughs> like, I'm like, I'm your I'm, uh, your boyfriend looking for me. You can look out here looking for me. You know where she at? Where 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 I'm? Where she at? She where I'm? I'm wherever she at. That's you like, I got her mind. <laughs> That's why I always say, think of these shows cyborgs, and me be saying. I'm just a Scorpio, though. We ain't be saying stuff like, uh, yeah, you fellas, so, you know, if you're fantasizing about Usher, and I'm a Scorpio, okay, so as a Scorpio, you know, I know other Scorpios can relate to this. We, Unless we go to something, like, if we go into something, like, just romantically, you know, like, well, <laughs> like world. but if we go into our, like, our person, like, that we crushing on our, our idol, you know, our crush or something, like, yeah, we ain't thinking about it, like, we not road, we not having. This is me here describing. It. We are not that. We we not quit I don't like. You don't make me want to go sleep with people when I get. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't like seeing. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when you go to see Usher, you go to with your girls because you just like listen Usher, right? You want to just have your time and just be like this. That's that's your little strip club. Thing. you don't want me to come home. You want to have your Usher club, mama. Hey, That's just my first I when I see Usher, I don't be want to go home. That's not what I'm. I'm there for you know. That's the my girl. I'm just there hanging out with my girl. Usher don't make me. Want, I don't want to picture Usher's face. You know, that's not what I want. That's not my thing. You. <laughs> I, I don't know how they say. I've I mean, never. Let me not explain this. Y'all be sure taking me wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying. I don't the fantasies of people other I don't wanna like you know, like what DJ Envy then was talking about with remember the I talked about this on the show before when DJ Envy was talking about how him and his wife dress up as different people or something in there and one of the people they were dressing up as Maxwell. Nice, you cannot do that with me. That's not attractive. I don't I if I want I don't want I don't want if I you, I don't need you to dress up as nobody. Don't dress up as Maxwell, that's not a child. Tra- I, 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 I want the real thing. I don't want you dressing up as somebody. <laughs> dressing up as BSL. I'm coming in here. Talking about BSL, I'm like, what? <laughs> no, you not. That's how I feel about that. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm just having y'all, y'all know how I be doing, having all kind of sideboard moments, okay? But anyway, Drake this week did something I thought was dope, okay? This is good customer service, okay? First of all, Drake is always doing dope stuff, okay? I heard one thing, you know, he's a Scorpio. Scorpios can be sweet. You know, we really, the truth is, we are sweet. I know y'all have a hard time believing that, but we are. We're really, you know what they say about us? We're really soft inside. We're hard on the outside, but really, we're softies. We really are, okay? Yeah, you might be a hoe on these streets, allegedly. But <laughs> so you might be a saucy on the inside too, okay? Now, what do you sometimes I don't like Drake, sometimes I do. But this week, there's a couple of fan stories I heard about him. I heard about him uh fans were outside waiting for tickets for him or something like that with wristbands. He pulled up, got out, shook their hand and gave them tickets. Okay, I was like, that's that's dope Scorpio stuff. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. And that's how you keep yourself regular. That's how you keep yourself on a like a normal shit. You like shit, I'm gonna go out here. Beyonce ain't even do that. She didn't jump her ass out of the car a couple of times. She done got weird up there, like literally they up there worship the brand. Oh, oh my oh Beyoncé. Beyonce, my God. Beyonce, Mother Beyonce. Oh Mother Beyonce, <laughs>
0: Beyonce.
1: <laughs> Oh Beyoncé Oh, <laughs> That's how Oprah and them is That's how all you celebrities is acting. as are going to shows, well, especially when you got here. You will to break my phone. Be like, There's something going on. Child, I'm taking my because I'm scared. I'm scared. They was dancing around. was like they. If I was Beyonce, I'd be freaked out by that. You know what I'm saying? I'd be freaked out. I'd be like, well, you know, I'd be a little nervous about. Oh, hold on. How y'all acting? Sorry about the music. I'd be a little nervous about how y'all acting. So I would have to normalize myself a little bit. I'd be like, let me get my ass out here and give away some tickets to some kids, get normal, let people see I ain't no robot. She'd look. You know, she's looking dazed on stage. She just come on stage and you know, she don't have none in her eyes. And she's like, yes, y'all like the show. Y'all look so nice tonight. You look cute. I mean, you don't see nothing. I'd be like, do you mean that? Cause we don't see nothing in her eyes. Her, and her eyes is just not saying nothing. She's like, they put out a program, in mean, So pretty, though. Prettiest thing ever. Okay, but, hey, but just, like, hey, if there's a Barbie doll, it's Beyonce. Beyonce's a Barbie. I mean, she's so cute. She's like a Barbie. I do not deny her that. She's beautiful. But she's a space cadet. I don't see anything in her eyes. I'm like, what's going on? Is she okay? So, yeah, she needs to jump out of a few and regularise, normalize herself and give away some tickets. Go talk with some people. And shit. It's scary. I be scared. They opening him here having seance and Jill Scott's Oh my Deontay about to pass out. And she bought a spoon. She looked like she's about to pass out again. And then you got, <laughs> and then you got people. But I caught her the evil candy lady <laughs> Oh my face, somebody wrote me and said they really they literally dressing up like it's Halloween. I said what wow. about one, one of my shout out to y'all? Know who you know who you are? One of my people wrote me DM me and said, "Yo, like that picture, they was literally dressed like Halloween. You right on that shit." <laughs> Man, look, I didn't even think about it. Cause in Atlanta, cyborg. Okay, so I'm talking about all this stuff. Has y'all introduction. It's all good. We gonna we gonna get to the show. Okay. What time is it? You know, we have we no discussion. Let me see, make sure I got my time. Y'all know how I'll be doing up in these streets, okay? Okay. So, right? Child. So, like, I didn't notice the picture I put up. I put the evil lady, Kimberly, and I, you know, I do my scratch text. Uh, comes to Atlanta, whatever. Right? And in the picture, it was people all dressed up. <laughs> and my person's over me be they all dressed up like Halloween, too. Like the evil candy lady. I said, shit, you wait. <laughs> they was all dressed up. Because, you know, they been dressing up to go to her concert. No, like trick-or-treat. People be having on costumes. You know ever say giving y'all a little kid, little spirit candies and are taking y'all energy at the same time? <laughs> I love it. She really... It really is the evil candy lady. The little pictures. I'm gonna go look at that picture right now. I see. Shout out to. I wouldn't even notice it. You're right. <laughs> there were people looking like they were dressed up for Halloween. <laughs> that's why you, Beyonce. That's why you need to get in the street and show some regular, some regular energy. <laughs> yes, they were all dressed. Like they were coming to trick-or-treat. <laughs> no, I got a quit. Oh, Lord, hilarious. This is in Atlanta. Even one of my friends dressed up. She looked beautiful. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of celebrities show up in Atlanta for Beyonce's time. So it was tons over there, okay, acting like Beyonce, Beyonce. With the spirit of Sasha fused into my soul. I I saw angels dancing in leotards. They were just dancing across the stage, singing you won't break my soul. You won't break my soul. I'm gonna tell everybody every Body that you, you, Carolina won't break ourselves. You are the Beyonce worshipers. You worship Beyonce, empty eyes and all. There's nothing there, but we worship the emptiness of it all. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody said Carolina, even your fave even put up a, a little hair on that horse. I said I saw him. He went home too. Beyonce. <laughs> He's, go, he's in here putting in his time, too. That's right. Y'all go in here. I told y'all they might be in a cult. I don't know, too. Might be a cult. That might. Hey, that might be part of the thing that you gotta go. Like y'all know, y'all Illuminati people. I don't want to get the Illuminati. My Illuminati people be real. They be for real. My Illuminati people be out here. They don't be playing no games. A lot of that's real talk, though. You talk. Now, I be playing, but they be there. They you know they be come up with some some you know. Like, you you see it, like, you know, the grad, like, the, like you know, the pool table scenario. Like, Francis Cress Weldon used to talk about the pool table being the earth and all that. That's how my Illuminati people, they write me and be talking about, that's real talk. Like, the candy person wrote me and said, that's real talk. See, they was at the club. They was there trick-or-treating at her concert. I was like, dang it, you're white. Right? <laughs> like, so, well, i start talking to my Illuminati stuff about these celebrities worshiping Beyonce. I'm like, oh, just go Oh. <laughs> Yah <laughs> Y'all here took me serious But really it might be some little coat, you know, it might be like, uh, you know, she might be the mother goddess. Like, you know, she was like she said something shouted out Madonna the other day or uh, mother Madonna or whatever she said. She might be under Madonna, you know, like the next one. Like the next what y'all say the next goddess, and so they all gotta come and, you know. Beyonce, put, put in anything, <laughs> even though I think it's just a publicity stunt. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to get people out of her concerts, the best thing to do is to show celebrities always being at the show. I mean, Taylor Swift does it from time to time, not much. But Beyonce has to do it. She's been showing Tyler Perry. She's been showing everybody, Oprah, Gail. Uh, I mean, who, Angela Simmons, All the Real Housewives of Atlanta, and <laughs> WZ. <laughs> Let me stop. Let me stop. See, y'all be getting mad at me. Here's the thing. Y'all like Carlotta, why you go so hard on Beyonce? First of all, I don't like everything everybody likes. But secondly, I'll tell you this. Why I go so hard on Beyonce and artists like them? Because in some ways, some of the things they do, I feel, are twisted. You know, and I really don't, I don't like a bunch of weird crap. I don't like contrived stuff. I don't like, it's not that I'm like, I'm not hating. I don't hate on nobody. I don't, you can think of it as hating. I think of it as a trusted critics. I don't like, I don't know her enough to be jealous of her, you know, because I don't know what she's going through in her life. She looks like she. Sometimes get empty eyed, you know. telling me, I don't know what's going. So I don't want to switch my life. I don't know what. That's what people think because somebody got money, you want to. Oh, you know. And she looks like she have, you know, she's singing and everything. Oh, I love to live that life. No, I don't know what where her life is like. You don't. You don't either. You know, it might look good and glamorous from the outside, but you get in that shit, you know, be sad and shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. You don't know, so I don't know enough to be jealous of. Her. You got to know somebody. I feel like to be jealous. <laughs> You know, you can look at somebody and feel jealous of their looks, but I, I'm cute. But I ain't got to be jealous of each <laughs> other. But I think she's a beautiful girl. So I just think there's some trickery to the celebrities, the situation of her, okay? And I'm like, you know, I'm just bring it out on her. So why do you mad? half? I have jokes. <laughs> I'll just go and go and keep trick-or-treating, okay? Anyway. So I was talking about Beyonce and the concert and stuff like that, about she needs to get out and give away stuff. So I was getting to Drake. Drake this week. Shout out to Drake, okay? You know, sometimes we like to Drake. Drake gives front row fan pink Birkin bag during L.A. concert. Make sure she has security because the bag they say was worth $30,000, baby, okay? The hotline bring rapper, man, you know, that's gimmicks, okay? But still cute. How a blind, bling rapper gave one lucky woman the gift of a lifetime during his Wednesday show. Uh, this is according to People Magazine. He says, talk about securing the bag. In a now viral fan TikTok, Drake can be seen surprising the crowd at his Los Angeles show Wednesday night when he walked on stage with a pink Hermit's Hermes, uh, Birkin bag, seemingly intent on giving the designer purse away. Drake ain't cheap, the 36-year-old rapper joked as he scanned the crowd for a lucky recipient. <clears throat> listen, Scorpio men, that is usually the thing. And they might put you through hell, but they are not cheap, okay? <laughs> I've never met a Scorpio head that's cheap. Maybe one. But it's probably something there was something else going on in this chart. I have never Scorpio men will listen. They might put you through hell. Like I know my young Miami's over there. I know giving is giving gifts, okay? <laughs> Was giving gifts, baby. Okay. That scrap. Scraps know how to them too. Right? You know, scrap 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 men, they, they, they will. They they'll do you well, okay? <clears throat> and, and so will Pisces pens. Pisces can be a little cheap, but most some Pisces will do well, very well. Uh um Who are the best, I think, men and zodia the Zodiac givers. I think Scorpio males are very good. Uh <clears throat> Next, I would say caps can sometimes be uh, depends. What kind of Capricorn, Virgo? Virgo men depends if they might gas or I mean, it's a lot there going on. It's certain types of Virgo men, okay? Yeah, but yeah. So Drake, I'm not surprised at this. This, this it says, Drake a cheap. The girl right here, he said pointing at someone in the audience. Yeah, uh, and. The Birkin named after British actress Jane Burke is one of the most essential bags on the market with similar styles to the one Drake appeared to give away, ranging for anywhere between $10,000 and $30,000. The bags even have their own wait list. Some sell more than $400,000 uh, for $400,000, okay? Um, at Drake reveals that he's somewhat of a Birkin aficionado. He collects the bags in the hopes of one day giving them all to the woman I end up with. Oh, that is such a Scorpio male thing. They do shit. like, But, I mean, you may go through hell to be, you know what I'm saying? Listen. <clears throat> Scorpio in. They can be romantic, but they might be possessive too, child. Yeah. So I'm going to pray for you, pray you. might get that Birkin bag, but you might get a lot of shit with that one bag, okay? But, yeah, so it was just really, I thought that was really sweet that he gave away a broken Birkin bag. I like that's good, that's fan customer service, okay? That's fan, that's fan. Hey, these fans have come out to give you something. Let me, I got a gimmick, but I'm going to give them something nice. I'm going to do something sweet for, That's what I think more artists ought to do. Give something sweet. Give it give I love that. I love when you give things. Call up one of your favorite fans and say, Hey, you know, you've been to twenty meet and greets. Let me get I got you this time.
0: Damn,
1: how many meet and greets y'all (laughs) need? would every now and then but i thought that was dope that he did that okay so yeah that's my uh my thing about drake you know i love that i love that he did that i think that's a, that's great customer service thing and i i got all of that from talking about maxwell's boat i mean maxwell's cruise but maxwell you got a cruise i think you should have a contest for this cruise it's you know uh it's inflation out here you know inflation are slowed not what people think when they say go down no, that the people say, oh, inflation's gone down three percent. No, inflation's still there, but it's slowed down three percent. I mean, it's still going, is it's not as rising as as fast as it was, right? <clears throat> so, please bless, you know, bless one of your fan, you know, your fan base. Give me a contest or something. I don't know. I'm just trying to help you. Y'all should hire me. People need to hire me for the giving part. I love. I'll tell you how to give a contest. I do so. <laughs> so you gotta hire me to tell you how to get on the on the internet and act like you excited about your cruise because you act like Beyonce at the Renaissance too. <laughs> I'm kind of excited, maybe not. <laughs> Oh, let me stop talking. To you, okay. All right, so when we come back, we're going to get into the rest of these hot topics. We're talking about Drake and his giveaway. We got to talk about Michael O'Hare, the former NFL tackle, who child Listen. Then people on the blind side, remember I even for those of you who are long time listeners to this show, y'all know how much I hated the blind side. I wouldn't even watch, I told people, when we used to play different strokes, the fun, different strokes every time we talked about the blind side on here when it came out. Cause I knew the blind side was BS. I just, it's just my personal opinion. Okay? I just I didn't, I do not like different strokes, ideas. I mean, different strokes was fun in its time, but I don't like the ideas. It was, it, was it was just the way they was advertising. And then at the time, Sandra Bullock had been married to that guy who was known to be, you know, kind of racist. I think she was trying to rehabilitate her thing so nobody wouldn't look at her. But, you know, I digress. That's what she adopted, that baby. The black baby she adopted, all that stuff during that time when the man she was married to was allegedly around her, like, acting like a racist. Okay. Okay. So we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about uh, – uh, what else we got going to talk about here? Uh, Michael here. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, – he talked about Usher. Oh, Dwayne Wade reveals Democrats approached him about uh, running for Senate checks. Democrats are not serious, <laughs> okay? So we got to talk about that and a whole lot more. Meanwhile, it is time uh, for a break, y'all. Let's hit, We're going to hear one of my favorite songs My Denise. I love this song by Denise Williams. Okay, because this was when I was a young girl. One of my favorite albums was My Melody by Denise Williams. I used to go to my mama's house and my mama had this album. I still got this album right now. And I would put it on. I would sing around the house and everything. And my mom would be singing and everything. But one of my favorite songs on this album was Two two Sons. It's your conscious and what two can do. But I love it's your conscious. The lyrics, oh, my God, so beautifully. I just love About a man who, you know, it's a song about, I love lyrics. Y'all know I do. But what I love about this song is it's a song about a man that a woman knows as a dog. But she can't stay away from him. I love this song It's the concert, so well written Denise Williams, it's the CC show I'll be back in a moment I think this is it Bye. Two completely different things. I love Jamir Kway. Okay, that is like Jamir Cry is like one of my favorite bands. I love, love, love Jamir Cry, Okay, for years, <clears throat> and I've never seen Jamir Cry in concert. One day, one day. Okay, <laughs> I love Jamir Cry. Oh my god, I do, I do. I'm a big Jamir fan. I love. Like I feel like so many. I feel like you know. Okay, I feel like Anderson Cooper sounds like, I mean, Anderson, not Anderson Cooper, Anderson Pack sounds a lot like, he, he borrows a lot from Jameer, Miraclay. That's my personal opinion. <laughs> I mean, he does. He just he has a sound. He sounds a Maybe that's why I like a lot of his stuff. But he sounds a lot to me like him. But that's one of my favorite. I love Jameer, one of my favorite bands. And that's one of my favorite songs. And, of course, I used to love J.K., like I have this crush. I mean, I, you know, I have I have things. Okay, I like Jake. You, you like Carlotta. You like all the men that there seems like you know, yeah, like Eternal Bachelors. Yeah, like Jake. He got that. He's got that odd kind of energy. I like a. <laughs> I like his energy. He, he kind of it's like it's weird and dope. It's a, like nice folks yeah I like him I think he's good. that's one of my questions Okay. <laughs> all right kids it's the CC show I am back with some late night hot topics show. we talk about everything okay tonight I was telling you how my customer service complaints about some of these already found these things <laughs> and stuff they need to do now we're gonna get into some of this um, some of this stuff going on here like uh, in the news Okay, what is this? What do I need to talk about, y'all? Okay, Michael O'Hare, former NFL tackle known for the blind side, sued to end uh, the Tui's conservatorship. I guess that's the family who took care of him. This is from the AP Associated Press. It says, Michael O'Hare, the former NFL tackle known for being the inspiration for the movie The Blind Side, filed a petition Monday in Tennessee probate court accusing Son and Lee Ann Tui of lying to him by having him sign papers making them his, his conservators rather than his adopted parents nearly two decades ago. Wow. In the petition filed Monday in Shelby County Probate Court, O'Hare asked for the, for the conservatorship to be terminated along with asking for a full accountant of the money earned off the use of his name and steward. He also asked to be paid what he is due along with interest. He accuses the Tootie's of enriching themselves at his expense by continuing to falsely and publicly represent themselves as an adopted parents to the date of the filing of his petition. O'Hare discovered this lie to his chagrin and embarrassment in February 2023 when he learned that the conservatorship to which he consented on the basis that doing so would make him a member of the Tootie family. In fact, It provided him no familiar relationship with the twoies, according to the petition. O'Hare, who has never been a fan of the movie about his life, also asked in the petition that the twoies can be sanctioned and required to pay both compensatory and penal damages determined by the court. C. Force, a lawyer for, lawyer for the two weeks, told the Associated Press they were filing answers to the allegations in court, but declined to comment further. He was among three attorneys served on behalf of the Twees on Monday. Okay, they're also saying that he always knew about the conservatorship. Yes, he did. I remember T. and Z was saying something about that. He did, but he didn't know he wasn't adopted. He only agreed to – see, <clears throat> listen – child, I knew, okay? That's why I didn't even want to watch because I knew when Sandra Bullock, I knew all that stuff that was happening. See, y'all be paying attention to stuff going on in the news. When Sandra Bullock had that a lot of that stuff happening, remember she was with that dude, she, she made to, um, let me look this, here, look this up here. Um, um, um Let's see, let's see. yeah, well, she was married to jesse James, and he had some uh Nazi stuff, and he was known to be allegedly uh he had a he he uh, he had a Nazi photo and stuff like that, and she's saying this wasn't a man, she married and all that stuff, and then she adopted a little baby. See, all I thought, all of that, see, I thought all of that personally was uh, uh, PR. Now, I'm not for her getting her, having her give get her Oscar back, because she did a great job in that. She's a good actress. But, child, I knew that was PR. And I knew the blind side was going to be ridiculous. That's why I never wanted to go see it. Mm-mm. And I didn't go see it, okay? I, I always said, I said, we already seen different strokes. We don't need different strokes to movies, okay? I don't need to hear about it. no. White folks come to the hood saving a little black boy. I need to hear about some black folks come to the hood saving, I mean, black folks come to the uh, suburbs saving a little white boy. Okay. <laughs> I don't want to see it. That's the story I'm interested in. I don't want to hear that story. Hey, okay, I already saw that. I already saw. Now the world don't move to beat just one drum. But my wife you May not be right. <laughs> so I already saw that. I saw that for years on TV. Man, is boy, he's a man What's he, man or me. Then along comes two, and they got nothing but the dreams. But they got different strokes. <laughs> Hell no, I don't see a shit. <laughs> Everybody's got a sense of time. <laughs> Everybody's got need a shot. You know what? I can still remember something. You know, my favorite is the thank you for being a friend. Oh, I love the Golden Girls to this day, Cyborg. Oh, my God, I love that song. Every time it comes on, oh, my God. I, that's i one of my favorite sitcom songs, okay? Yes, it is. Okay? But anyway, I thought Sandra Bullock was doing all this recovery stuff because of Jesse James. I think that adoption, gotcha that little baby, black baby, was a little bit about Jesse James and all that, but I think, child, yeah, ain't my bitch. I'm just telling y'all what I thought, okay? Like Taylor Swift when she was running the We'll say that for later. 'Cause you know, people start looking at your associations, you know, who you marry and stuff, and wondering. Cassandra Bullock had that dark hair and stuff like that. Not saying that she was she's a racist and stuff out here, but I'm just saying she had that look back then that a lot of them girls who be in the have having. Okay? So I was like and so she married Jesse James and like, I know my husband <gasps> Then I'm married. I'm like, mm-hmm. I was always a little skeptical, giving her a little side ass. Then she did the side. Then she adopted her little baby move. Play my business, yeah. <laughs> anyway. I, uh, yeah, he doesn't need to be in a conservatorship, and they do need to give an accountant for that money, okay? What y'all been doing, right? All right. So, also, I saw this interesting article on in Fox this week, and it's why the liberal media still ignores Barack Obama's multiple myths all these years later. Hey, notice nobody. That is a big story about Obama allegedly writing his girlfriend's girlfriend talking about he fantasized about me but ain't nobody talking about it that's strange but fox had one says when will all our founding media examine when will our founding media examine the former president obama as a politician instead of being blinded by his celebrity status and they have an article just basically on obama celebrity uh uh and um and just different things about Obama. They say uh, that he pri- privately warns Biden that Trump is a more formidable candidate than Democrats realize. I totally agree. Listen, if y'all don't cheat this time, because I think y'all cheated last time, and I got the right to believe whatever the freak I want to believe, okay? Because I believe this ain't the only time they cheated in American politics and presidential elections, okay? America is not above cheating. And that's what the American you know, that's what we built on. America we question our young men. You know, you ain't above being questioned. Okay. So, uh unless y'all cheat again this time, in my personal opinion, you could there is no way that y'all gonna be Trump. I said what I said. No matter how many articles that the media and stuff so put out here because I have never I was on the shade room the other day. And people be talking about the shade room with Conservative. Chelsea, she's a Christian, but she ain't no conservative. She got a lot of liberal stuff on the showroom. But child, I saw so many black people talking about Trump. I was shocked. And I've been on other blogs. And they've been talking about Trump. Yeah, I think Trump could say for about 15%. They know, boy. I mean, they got to indict him. That's why they working overtime, child. You can't tell this is a political act job. This is a political job. They trying to get Trump sit Trump. That, they know. And if Trump wins that election, child, he coming for next. He coming for people. Okay, I have to tell y'all that, man. He going to be coming for y'all. Okay, that I ain't going to be playing up in these streets. But, yeah, Barack, of course, they, if, there is this thing. Barack is... Uh, a celebrity. Barack is a Leo. Barack is a very uh, charmer. He is um, he has the celebrity vibe, okay? So yes, I'm not surprised. This is something I saw the other day and he was hanging out with a celebrity. Was it D-Nice? Yeah. Black Americans and celebrities. Black American celebrities, we are so I would just say to black American celebrities, you have, and this is not to just be nice or anything, anybody, because I like to be nice, but I will say this, y'all have ruined y'all people politically because a lot of things y'all done, y'all haven't examined, never fully examined politics. You let your handlers and people tell you how to move how to vote, how to look at things. And you 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 actually are putting yourself with globalism out of Hollywood. Rap, I'm not surprised about rap being not being the you know, Ebro. I'm gonna talk about that later later on the show about Ebro saying this week about how rap is gonna be out. Well no phone no fame, if you've been listening to Phone No Fame, which is one of my people I listen to on here on YouTube. He's been saying that for a long time, that rap is on its way out. And part of that is because of how black American celebrity has channeled helping other groups decide their own. And that is about the people. So we'll talk about that a little bit later on into the show. Mm, what should I talk about right now? I got that up. About him. About Black, uh, uh, let me see how, huh? maybe I should talk about that right now. Close this up, see if I can find it. About what Ebro said here. Okay. Excuse <clears throat> me, you know, I've been having like, hours since I have it i 'cause of today they had they what they did it went down my throat so I was just a child. I you know, so I've been having to clean I, you know, I know I already have allergy problems. So it'll be double okay. <laughs> but anyway it says uh, this is from okay dot com. see what we're at here. Uh and it says, um let's see here. Mm-mm-mm. Okay, Epo says record labels are prioritizing prior prioritizing Afrobeats and Latin music over rap. The Ebro in the morning co host said that he received a call regarding rap's alleged troubled future and that record labels are placing importance on Afrobeats and Latin music, okay? And um let me just say this. Um uh first of all, let me this is no jealousy and this is no shade. Afrobeat sounds like reggae and R and R&B, I mean, and, and hip hop to me. It's not. I don't see too much difference. Except they say, it no, it does. It has a lot of reggae elements. And it has a lot of American R and B elements. Okay. I, I, sorry, Africans. And I know y'all think. Oh, but y'all originally from Africans in Jamaica, yeah, so it's all African. No, Jamaica's created their own sound through and borrowed a little bit from black Americans. And black Americans created their own sound uh, has, um black Africans in America. And by the time we evolved, we created our own sound. So really, you know, not to diss y'all, but it's a lot like our shit. It's our shit anyway. Y'all just called it an afrobeat. Jamaican, Jamaicans and hip-hop mix. <laughs> this is my birthday Radio personality and DJ Ebro Darden uh, uh, Thinks hip hop has fallen off Despite the culture reaching the 50th, 50th anniversary Given his hot take on Twitter That Ebro in the morning co-host said That he received a, a call regarding rap troubled future, And that record labels are placing Importance on Afrobeat and Latin music I got a call saying it should be noted many major record labels have deprioritized signing rappers. The focus is now African music and Latin music. Rappers better stop being boring and talking about the same shit over and over, chasing TikTok success and comment sections. Now, I find it interesting, Ebro, that you saying this, and you've been a programmer at one of the biggest hip-hop stations in the United States. So you've probably been responsible for a lot of that trash going out because you've been a programmer. So you've been hearing what they say, So now you're trying to criticize their ass, but you've been one of the people out there playing it, playing shit too. So take responsibility for you record radio stations better quit playing bullshit that y'all play. You programmers better stop putting bullshit on the ear. <laughs> That's what they can say back, okay? Because you're just as responsible as them. So, I don't know, you know, you ain't one to criticize, in my opinion, but I digress. Although hip-hop has made uh, strides in the underground and mainstream, there has not been a number one hip-hop song on the Billboard chart, aside from Lapto's appearance on 7, the BTS member Jung book. Look, you Bird, The Pink Tape was the first rap album of 2023 to debut at number one on the Billboard 200, followed by Travis Scott Utopia. Prior to his tweet made on Thursday, Jordan had more critique for rap artists, calling out some of them for not thanking the culture despite their success. One month prior, D- Jordan went after Drake. And I thought that's what Drake was doing the other day, trying to be funny when he had that split in his hair, and he had that Fabo shirt. I don't know if he was trying to show that he's for the culture. I don't know what he was doing, but I thought it was he was trying to, he was kind of like, this is my personal opinion. He was trying to answer ego or something. Uh, the second highest selling rapper of all time, behind Eminem, for allegedly staying, staying silent on social issues regarding African Americans, making all these dollars because of hip hop artists and can't even post a thank you. Y'all know I'm the biggest Drake fan on this show, Jordan said on Apple's Right Life. That's the problem though. Drake has never shown up to anything to say anything about anything going on in society with Black folks or anything other than himself. Okay, Evo, you should understand this. You might be a Black, you have Jewish. But what you don't understand is Drake is half Jewish from Canada. Okay? And while black folks, a lot of black Americans sometimes will make people and uh will not hold them accountable. We've done this to a lot of artists from other countries, the diaspora and shit like that, and and you know they be treating African Americans like we ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? They be like we didn't put you up there. No, nah, no, nah, no, nah, no. Nah. Because we didn't know, okay, back in the day, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't, it wasn't going way, right? So a lot of times, dudes like Drake, you know, I love Drake was giving away. I just talked about a nice thing that Drake did. But one of the things that dudes like Drake, Drake don't understand the hood. Drake ain't been in the hood. He mimics the hood. And a lot of y'all have let people get on these, even especially in New York. New York is because New York is a place, see, New York at one time was very culturally relevant. No, no, no. I'm going to say what I'm getting ready to say. Okay. Y'all going to get upset with me in New York, but I'm going to tell y'all the truth. Okay. But black Americans in New York start letting a lot of the, the people from the diaspora, immigrants and stuff like that come on, like, 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 like what's his name used to say on Jason Black was talking about on, 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 uh, um B1 and he said a lot of y'all was trying to get sexual access and all that stuff and y'all start y'all start dropping the ball with culture stop not having no lines no like well whoa you, people start thinking they was uh, people start mimicking our culture and now we got a lot of black people who are from the diaspora see using like acting like this is even this is even talking about, what's his name? Um, his his family's kind of mixed up, too. Herb Goddard. I mean, and I saw him there, and I, saw, I remember hearing his thing. he's from a nice little family, suburban family, I think, in Queens or whatever. So he mimics the hood a little bit. You know, like he said some dumb shit like the, today, like he started on Drink Chance. And I said, that's somebody who mimics the hood, not somebody who's really good. Because real hood people know. They be like, man, is you crazy to go up into Uh uh uh, especially Baltimore. I'm. I'll play him in a minute. But let me just finish what I'm saying about Drake. Drake is a dude who mimics Black American culture. Hip hop is mostly Black American culture. Jamaican, whatever Jamaican dude who bust a a a, a thing, and it's made. And y'all was y'all was. And y'all was rapping over R and B music, okay? So that's Black American culture all the way. And if you're trying to say hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, people was rapping in the 1930s and 40s. Jubilees was rapping on a Christian records back in the 1930s and 40s. So you rap do not, rap was not born, uh, in the, in uh, 50 years ago. But hip hop, that whole idea of commercialism in hip hop has been, okay. And it's a lot of it was built on Black American culture because that dude, Jamaican dude, uh, what, who Hush, whatever, he was here. He was in a black show. He was looking at all at parties and all that stuff. He wasn't. He wasn't mim- he was mimicking Black Americans. Okay. So a lot of people will mimic you. But don't know you. They mimic you just so they could get by in them hoods and shit. Okay. A lot of New York, they drop the ball culturally. Sometimes, you know, they they start letting everybody think they had access, and everybody start you start being crazy. And so, to me, that's the that's part of y'all y'all not understanding that Drake is not from the urban centers of black America. He does not understand black America as a culture. It's a lot of people who lived in urban centers in black America. A lot of black people from the diaspora grew up in urban centers, especially on the East and West coast, who still do not understand black American culture because they were not black Americans. They might've went hung out with black Americans and listened to them on the radio everything but when they went home they went home to parents who probably unless they were here three to four generations or something like that like in the 1930s or 1940s or 20s or something like that if your family go back to that or something like that very different times very few immigrants here like say for instance susan taylor susan taylor's parents i think trinidadian but they were here in the 1930s of course they she probably only knew black american culture right that's probably what it's that and that's hard to explain that because it's a different time. But when you talk about post-1965, it's a different thing that happens when immigration comes into being, especially in places like New York and stuff like that, right? Midwest, not so much. It was a lot of immigration down south and stuff like that. But in those places, um, a lot of those uh, people who were born first generation, uh, like maybe you're first generation Haitian, or you first generation Jamaican, and stuff like that. So you were learning from the Black American culture. You weren't learning from Jamaica how to flow. You probably had less in common with your mother or your father than you did with Black people on the street. The problem is you didn't know, you didn't know where that was coming from meaning that you don't understand there was a culture around that that you was born, that that was happening. Drake is 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 mimicking a culture. Now, I think Drake's father is black American, but Drake don't know nothing about no who he was being over there raised in Canada. I'm not surprised. And that's what we got to get uh, start having an understanding of, that people culturally are different. And don't understand. They mimic Black American, but they don't. They don't uh, have an understanding of Black American culture because they were raised in very different places and stuff like that. You know, that's what remember part of one of the things they were getting on Barack Obama about when he was becoming president because he was raised in Indonesia, and then Hawaii. That wasn't a traditional Black American uh racist. so what i mean place places so they people were like does he really understand culturally black america what got barack obama as president because he married michelle obama who was a black american but also he he claimed to be he was doing a lot of community service in chicago on the south side of chicago and stuff like that getting to know black people working in the black churches understanding the community and stuff like that if he had not done those two things he would not be president he wouldn't have never got the black vote black people wouldn't have trusted. Right? So a lot of times black people, we end up trusting people who mimic us, but they don't really have, they don't really know anything about us or know anything about us culturally. You know? And it's a lot of that in hip hop. Yeah, so speaking of that, talk about Irv Gotti. I want to play this little thing about him too, just if I got time. Where's that at? I saw of him talking about on um, drink Champ about Nas talking about he was talking about how Nas was um he wanted to go to Baltimore and this tells me a lot about him because his background is not uh, African I don't think traditionally traditional black American. Um, I don't think I think it's a, it's a, he's he's got Filipino and some other stuff in him and stuff like that. You could tell the way he was talking. And this is about letting people come in and mimic the culture but not really be of it. So let me let y'all here. Yeah.
3: So I was like, yo, hood niggas is going to go crazy. Imagine, nigga, me, Nas, Ja, And we pulling up in Rose Voices and eat fried chicken. In the hood, oh, everywhere in Baltimore is the hood, oh, right? But that's the moment. Yeah, just walk outside Anyone who who gets a glimpse of that is never is never forgetting that. Right, so changed almost. So Nas is like, yo, I hear you, but damn, he sounds just like him right now. I like Nas, but what if we get killed? Uh, being in the hood like that uh, This is when I lost uh, I said we're well, going I said then we And I said we're gonna ride through So I was like yo Hood niggas is gonna go crazy
1: Okay obviously You can tell how he talks I just and it, it just hit me too I was like this makes sense It's like that Joe too the same stuff. Uh, he was talking about niggas is going to go crazy in Baltimore in the early 2000s. You pulling up in Rolls Royce's and eating fried chicken. That sound like the, like a racist white boy, don't it? I was like, what? That's crazy as hell. No wonder Nas was like, Nas was like, nigga, wait me hold up. You understand what Baltimore is? See, I used to go to Baltimore in the 2090s and stuff like that. So I understood. I was like, shit. You might <laughs> just lie. They hungry up. They hungry up in that. that, that it's a different type of hood. Right, so he coming up in there. He thinking that's cute, Cause he, you know why? Cause he's really a good a boy from the suburb. He really don't understand, and he don't understand African gritty African American culture. He mimics it, and this is what, in some senses, in my personal opinion, has happened to hip hop. Hip hop took Black American culture and started to mimic it all around the world and started mimicking. And that's why you had sometimes people start saying the N-word in front of the Because we didn't do that in the 60s. We was, now our mamas and them toddlers, You don't be saying that. You don't say the N-word. When, this is just us. You know what I'm saying? But when I knew when other groups started coming in, because they people start saying the N-word and black people start getting kind of, I'm just telling you, it's because there's been a mimicking of black American culture, but not a respect for it. That really is sad. I mean, and he—it just—he just just made at that point. I said, "No one, God, no one." (laughs) It explains murder. It, It explains the whole thing. It explains the over stuff, the over just the over energy of it. I mean, you know. Nas knew, Nas was like, that's, nah, I ain't getting it, all. this is a dunk, because Nas was understanding. understand, Nas was like American, he understood the deal, he's like, this, that's girl. nah, this shit, I ain't getting it. <laughs> and so did the other, the dude who, uh, the dude who hosts the Drink Champs, he's, uh, I think, what's his background, I think he's Dominican, or something. But he get it, he like, he there's a he seem to have a respect there, and he seemed to get it, he's like, I want more, you know, he seems to get it, but this dude, mm Mm -mm. See, see, a lot of black people wanted to see – it's a lot of culture voters. I mean, Game Dash called Lee Lee, R. Cohen one, but I I would say it's probably a lot, a lot of ones, even some people from the – not all people from the diaspora, but some people from the diaspora, okay? And so now you don't understand. People like Ebro, what's happening in Ebro is uh, globalism. It's not the Afro beats of the shit. It's that the programmer. The, it's just that the elite now want to change the game. Okay, the elite want a world with no borders. Um. Also, Afro beats, No offense to Africans, I'm not saying you ain't talented. There's a lot of talented people in Africa. But what I'm saying is that they know you from third world countries. Okay, the talent is cheaper. It's not about a lack of music, bad music and stuff like that. It's a plenty of great people around here, great rappers but they don't get put on and they haven't got put on in the last several years. It's like R&B with rhythm and blues. Same thing. You know, it's a lot of great rhythm and blues artists, but they have not been putting on the best rhythm and blues artists because the idea is to take over those elements that were once owned owned by black Americans. See, America had, See, in order for globalism to say, it's nothing wrong with us loving music from around the world and stuff like that. It's nothing wrong with that. What's wrong is when it's pushed um, through um, scrupulous means, and that's what's happening now, because uh, they they want to change the energy. America is, They don't want America can no longer set the pace. That's why, in some senses, America might have to be ruined. That's why Donald Trump was saying that the the Whiteman saying, "Hey, we not going, we not giving up our sovereignty to join a, a world stage and we give up who we are." You know, basically, we 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 got our own stuff, our own industries and stuff like this, and we can't help it we we built great industries. And we want the world to be a great industry, but we're not giving up. We're not giving up our because he understood what the impact that globalism is going to have. That don't mean that we can't have there. There isn't. There we shouldn't have some parts of globalism, but not at the expense of ourselves. So, I am not this is rap, and all that is gonna be affected Black Americans even being in film, well, as I say, a lot of these black a lot of these black artists were going over for several years, no offense, y'all was going over there, and y'all was putting water uh things in Africa and everything. Meanwhile, in Mississippi, your people is dealing with black water. Sometimes coming out the things, out the faucets can't take a bath, and you over in Africa, which you don't know nothing about, you generations removed from, and they participating in the slave trade. By the way, they should be coming over helping you and giving you some reparations because they put you in the situation. But now you going over there. And I understood because we was thinking that was the thing to do, but we wasn't not at the expense of our own people. You're going over there building schools. You're going over there doing it. And meanwhile, your own people suffering. You're worse than it. If men don't take care of their own house, it's worse than the infidation. I said it. That's why sometimes black celebrities piss me off, okay, because they, they, have been, they have let their handlers and their people push them right on out of their own job. In a few years, they're going to be coming after y'all stuff too. Okay. Jeez, Beyonce did that Blackest King. Lady. The Africans didn't like that at all. They were saying, you appropriating our culture. They let you know quick. You was trying to get in with the Africans. The Africans. You was trying to get in with that Afro beat. That's what you was trying to do. And nobody bought it. You was trying to get in with the Afro And the Africans said, uh, excuse me, you're not African. They didn't even think of you was no African. And you can look at you and Tina and tell you you damn near clear. Black America has become something different. Africa may have been our ancestors, but we are something different. Something that Cardell has on tonight, and I really I'm gonna play a little bit of it. Let me see. I'm gonna, let me pull it up here on Twitter. And I was like, dang, that's. I said, what a great take on where we're at. Let me put this. Uh, Hey, shout out to Shakari Richardson. This is sad, boy. Shakari Richardson won that. uh, Was she won uh, the hundred? Um, she she won the race tonight. I forget what it is, but that's because Shakari has become much more disciplined. a lot of people have been saying, "Oh, people was hating on Shakari at first, and now they want to be on her job." No, people's not hating on Shakari. Shakari was acting a hot mess a couple of years ago she wasn't focused she had a lot of stuff going on in her life look she looks her countenance even looks different she even looks better i hope she don't start bragging like yeah y'all was y'all was hating on me no you should be like hey i need to get myself together i'm you should be humble and it's a beautiful thing to see you winning now but a few years ago nah that that wasn't the girl that's showing up here now that's the this girl looks focused now so shout out to her for looking focused and getting her shit together okay well, I say for that, okay. Um, and she, she, uh, I want to listen to this too. I think she had a crowd cast about Afrobeat culture, choice, in the politics of power, okay. But this is this is something she had on uh 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 today. Event had on a, a person speaking about a Muslim guy speaking about African Americans and stuff. So let me let this. say this. African-Ama- about whether we should be called black or African-American. It's pretty interesting, so check this out. can okay. See, to equate
3: African-American with terms like Italian-American, Polish-American, Russian-American, is to uh, destroy the reality of how we got in this country. We did not get into America with our nationalities intact. Africa is not a nationality. If you are from Nigeria and you have become a naturalized American citizen and you want to call yourself a Nigerian American, well, you help yourself. But that's not how we got here. We did not pass through Ellis Island. We did not take the course that qualifies you or to take a test for citizenship. That's not how we got here. We're not no damn immigrants to this country. We were brought here against our will. We didn't come because we had booked passage on a passenger ship, and we were so glad to be here, and this was the land of opportunity and freedom and equality and justice for us, and we were looking to jump into the melting pot. That's not our history. We are those that were kidnapped. So we don't want to rewrite our history. Let me say something else that's going to make you mad. Do you want to pretend? like you are the same people that was brought over here 400 years ago and that nothing happened to you since you've been here. you the same black African now that you were then. That ain't true. See, when you look at yourself in the mirror, brother, you know why you look like you look. You know that that slave master raped your grandmother. You know he went into the black woman and planted his wicked seed in the womb of the black woman. And that's why we're such a spotted-up people today. And so when you just want to use this term, African-American, you're using it as a cover to hide yourself from what actually happened to you because you don't want to face the facts of your own reality.
1: Okay, that was from uh, alum Muhammad, I believe she had up uh, tonight. Yvette, and I think Yvette had a discussion on on this tonight too, Yvette Carnell. but uh, listen, I love what he was saying because, and this was probably back in the 80s, it looked like that video was or something like that. What he was saying is that our experience in America has not, see, the thing is to right now, especially what globalism wants to do, globalism wants to erase that experience and dump us in. And the diaspora with a whole bunch of other people because what that's why that's part of the reason why they made the black American culture so big all around the world. So that it could black up that you'd be able to relate if you lived in Haiti or if you lived in Africa and everything like that. You get your ebony magazine and you'd be able to relate to these black people living in America, right? To the point that you think, okay, that's, and it's beautiful that you, people admired our culture and stuff, but now you got people, you got Africans and Nigerians coming over here talking to, talking with us and stuff, like, like talking like us, like talking like they, like, like, like to me, no Nigerian should be freely saying, Nick, no, 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 I'm just trying to tell the truth. You know, I'm that this is we we it's it's become like we don't like nothing have like we 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 are different. Our my story is my my family did not come over here as immigrants, so my story is different. Like from my faith, Maxwell, Maxwell's mom was Haitian and his dad was Puerto Rican. Okay, they probably came over here to hang out and I mean you get in America. They like America. Uh, the land of the free and the home of the brave, but my family wasn't. That was not the story of my family. And so those differences need to be respected. And to me, it is a re- erasure. What they're trying to do now, because Afrobeat, even they be using our lingo and everything, because they're trying to erase what slavery did, erase what happened, erase the culture that America created and give it another name and add on stuff to it and everything like that. And I, I don't think we we I'm with we, we can't let America forget. We are a reminder of America's great sin. We are a reminder of Africa's great sin. So no. I don't think we should be culturally moving. I don't think every culture should be catching on to us and stuff like that, acting like us and stuff like that. I'm like, what in the world? You know, I mean you know, there I mean, I know you borrow from us and everything like that. Get it, but you under, need to understand and respect where it's from. So that's why Ebro don't understand what's happening. And and, and hot ninety seven and nah, I was part of that. Okay? That was part of the reason. That was part of the reason why Afro beats. And all this stuff is taking over uh black a uh, black and you know what? Probably in a few years, uh uh ninety seven might be an Afro Beach champ. <laughs> y'all might be all at a job. Okay. Y'all better get on this uh uh politics of these about traditional black America and understanding the politics and what's going on. because okay. 'cause y'all think all black people are the same you think all black people coming from Africa is the same. They from different countries. A Nigerian is different from a Kenyan. A Kenyan is different from a Tanzanian. A Tanzanian is different from an Ethiopian. Ethiopian is different from a South African, okay? But you mofos think when they come over here, you think they just African oh they all we are all black, we all, see, we all do no, we not we all but we all black, but we all do not same the same culture, same ethnicity, same thought, same country, they don't either they know that, okay know that, they come over here and play that game with us, okay, but they know they all from different places and different things, okay, and so you can't just assume assume that everybody is you. Black America has a hard problem with that. When you elect officials into government, you say, "Well, he he black. He, 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 he Kamala is black. Kamala's father was trying to tell y'all. Kamala is from elite families in both Jamaica and elite families in uh, from her family who is from uh, India. Who was her mom was born in a caste system, and she was her family was top of one of the top of the caste system. So she was raised majority by her mom. So it's important to understand how she thinks. So what she went to Howard. Okay. She went in where she could fit in. She kind of raised her dollars off. I see what I see. But she got a little bit of black in her. Okay. But y'all just assume that every black person has the same experience as y'all. But they've learned to toss the towel. Because you're the majority in this country. So they learn to make you comfortable by saying the same, like, yeah, you know, and talking like you, boy, she was feeling, becoming an AKA and all that stuff. And everybody went out there not understanding that she is from a different background. And her interests might not be the same as African-Americans. Same thing with Barack Obama, Okay. That's what we were just not understanding as black people, and we've got to understand. We know, we say this about each other. Everybody, every all your skin folks, you your kin folks. Okay, let's get, let's get wise in this, okay? Because we are politically ruining ourselves and causing upheaval, unnecessary upheaval to uh, certain um, certain things that. Uh, uh, that we've established in America So I just found that Very interesting okay But um, that's why I Ego don't understand what's happening Okay now Before we go on break I gotta talk about This basketball Hall of Famer Dwayne Wade reveals Florida Democrats did approach him About running for Senate against incumbent Rick Scott But cautions it's just a conversation Child the Democrats, as I say, are not serious people. According to DailyMail.co, UK, uh, Wade admits he is being approached by former Democrat for the Democrats without running. It says the Miami uh, legend was subject in reports of in May, claiming Florida's Democratic Party was trying to lure him into a 2024 Senate campaign against Republican incumbent and former state governor Rick Scott. Now Wade has confirmed us with t- reports telling the New York Times ahead of his recent Hall of Fame induction that he was approached about a potential Senate campaign, okay? I mean, it's just a conversation Wade told the so- soap and Deb. Hey, you would be good for it. Hey, we can see you in. We would love to have you in. It's things that I'm passionate about that I will speak out on and speak up for it, and so I don't play the politician game. I don't know a lot about it. But I also understand that I have a role as an American citizen and has a known person to be able to highlight and speak on things that other people may not be able to because they don't have the opportunity to do this. Okay, uh, Wade wasn't known for being particularly political as a player, but has become an outspoken advocate for trans rights while raising his trans daughter, Zaya. But despite his prominent role as a celebrity father in the fight for trans rights, Wade decided against speaking out against Orlando Magic's recent decision to donate fifty thousand dollars to Governor Ron DeSantis' super PAC. DeSantis has been accused of enacting anti-LGBTQ policies. <sighs> Stop. Okay. First of all, they're not serious because Dwayne Wade is saying in his own mouth he knows nothing. He doesn't know much about politics. They're coming to him because he is his daughter. His twelve is provocative. His twelve-year-old child, thirteen, well now they're fifteen. Was was was, try, was trying to uh, be a girl, and the Democrats love shit like that. Okay, they love they love putting in just get them running, for, you know. But it it tells that they are not serious about black politics. They approach a celebrity for his name, knowing he knows uh, no know, no know shit about running about politics or anything. Instead of uh, approaching. Political people uh, 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 a community oriented and community service people in these black neighborhoods in and, and Florida and stuff like that and and all this, but they go and approach a celebrity that they can run the shit out of. not somebody who is serious about the political atmosphere and understand the political atmosphere, understand politics understands the community, they go to Dwayne Wade. That's how unserious the Democrats are about black politics. That's how unserious the Democrats are about politics. That's why when they, when they, get, they get celebrities always interviewing uh, high-status political people instead of bringing in people who have the know-how to interview these people. People who know politics in the community. I'm not talking about Roland Martin. Roland Martin is a Democrat bought and locked. I'm talking about various people. There are all kinds of people in the community that understand politics and everything and know how to talk. But they keep bringing in Doug. They have U.G. Bear. Man, no offense, but they have Mary J. Blige interviews Hillary Clinton. Now, what Mary going to ask Hillary? Mary, you admitting she didn't know about politics. Some of these people I ain't even finished high school, no offense. But I'm just saying, it is what it is. How what if they they do not take us seriously? Just a lot of you celebrities do not have the pedigree and you do not have the inform, information, you're not uh, anything to be interviewing these people. They just using you and your name instead of getting and a lot of y'all will get with y'all won't get with people, advocates in your community, and say, What questions should I ask? What's I don't wanna make this easy. I want this to, to to have a good a good interview with this person. No, instead y'all get on these y'all y'all lives and all this stuff and y'all just make a mockery out of the political process. You bitches, I'm tired of you from letting me bitches. I'm really tired of because y'all ain't got the y'all just got the name. And y'all don't understand what y'all doing. And y'all come and say, I really don't understand politics. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to interview like Cardi B's at. Okay? I always like, what is Cardi B doing interviewing Biden and shit like that? That's crazy. Somebody running around here singing about wet-ass pussy. Jesus. Right. Lord, don't let me stop. This is out of control. This is, what they, this is how they think of us. They don't think we serious at all. We don't look like a serious people when we let this kind of stuff happen. We asking Hillary, you got some hot sauce in your purse? you her listen, Dancing and shit. <laughs> like, nah, Hillary, we don't give a shit about you. No black son. We don't give shit. You know how to dance and all that. What we want to know is serious shit. They be asking them something because they know that. They have chicken fries. All kind of stuff. They remember they brought Beyonce and Jay Z out. Remember that's why her ass lost in Ohio that time. It was so it was so wonderful that she brought Jay Z and Beyonce out there to sing and dance and kill and lost the whole state. Cause they know you ain't serious. I mean, it's okay to bring celebrity in and all this stuff to have you know fun a little bit stuff like that. I understand, but to have them ask serious questions. That they're not equipped to ask, have them run town hall meetings, but they don't know how to ask the questions. They ain't went to nobody to have a serious uh, reporter or something to help them with it. This is ridiculous. And now y'all going to them to ask them to run for Senate, help us you The Dwayne Wade, who don't know politics. It's crazy. It's crazy. live in the twilight zone. I said what's twilight zone? need to go on a break okay we going on a break when I come back we gonna talk about uh what else we got to talk about up here Cow. Yeah. oh let me see mm-hmm. we come back we talk about evil we're gonna talk about Beyonce up here hustling these uh perfume samples at the renaissance <laughs> <laughs> y'all we tired of you with trying to husband first we all talk about how paramount shut down tyler perry and all the all these people talking about they was gonna buy bt paramount's like nope because <laughs> they didn't have enough money okay we'll talk about that and a whole lot more we get back meanwhile let's listen to a little bit of music let's go let's listen to uh Uh, Which one I had up? I had up a song. Lucky day. You want my love. This is Cece Shaw. I'll be back in a moment. Uh...
2: you turn it loose, it's good time tell me baby what you waiting on, your eyes say they don't want to be alone, I want you, you want me. It's a good time, tell me, baby, what you...
0: For the very best in government politics, celebrity entertainment, music news, tune into the Carlotta Chatwood Show right here on Block Talk Radio.
1: Hey y'all, we are back on the Carlotta Chatwood show. It is late night. I'm up, y'all. We getting, I'm giving y'all a late night show tonight. Last weekend I should have put the show out, there, but here we are. Okay, uh, what were we talking about? Child, we're talking about these hot topics in these streets. Okay, let me talk about Britney Spears because I can't. Y'all know I said time will reveal. What's my favorite thing about Britney Spears over here? Time will reveal. Okay, Britney Spears working with a dream team of Hollywood lawyers and divorced from husband Sam Asagari. Asagari. So what is that saying? His name right? But it says Britney Spears and her husband. Sam, have separated after 14 months of marriage, and varied, Variety uh, has learned a pop story is being represented by a dream team of Hollywood lawyers as she prepares for a divorce. Pierce has retained top divorce lawyers to the star, Laura Westner, and will continue to work with her powerhouse attorney, Mark Matthew Rosengart, a former federal prosecutor, prosecutor who famously got her out of her conservatorship and at the hands of her father's control. Variety here. Neither Wasner or Rosengart immediately responded to her the request for a comment. Listen, let me, this is from Variety.com. Let me just say this, okay, about really Steele. This is my personal uh, conspiracy theory. My conspiracy theory is that Sam was used to get her out of her conservatorship. Okay? Like she probably him in the whole marriage thing. She got married to him real quick after that conservatorship, everything like that. I always say follow the money. Who got her out of her conservatorship? All that stuff. You know what I'm saying? They about to rob this girl, okay? They are. That's what they wanted to get her out from her under her daddy's head. They never meant to. Brittany, they about to rob you. Go back to your daddy. All them lawyers are about to get you out there and married until they ain't no telling what you're going to be signed to. Because you ain't. I think Brittany ain't writing here. Mm -mm. I said what I said. There's nothing wrong with. She might have a little mental. Because she's been through a lot as a young person. So I think she needs help. And her, she, the help she needs is her, her family. They got her family out the way. They, they might not be perfect, but they probably better than all you b- bum-ass lawyers and stuff who want to take her shit. Okay? Listen, I'm just saying, I just believe that they about to rob Reese's, okay, for that little catalog of money, all that stuff. Okay? I mean, she was famous with her time. I said what I said. Watch your back, Britney. I go. I be. You be, be tired of your daddy, okay? Um, speaking of Taylor Swift, some of y'all tend to think because I've been saying nice things about talking about Taylor Swift, you know, uh, uh, rolling in the dough and having these concerts. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. No, I'm not. Taylor Swift is of a different hustle to me than Beyonce. Okay. And y'all ain't, ain't going to like me for singing this, okay? But there, there's a lot about race, and I think Taylor Swift is a good songwriter. I definitely think that. There is a there, a lot of dynamic. I think her singing is not it's not that great, right? you know, it's okay to me, you know. But she's a real, more of a great songwriter than anything. Um, but there is a dynamic in America with race and uh class and the intersections of all them together and Taylor Swift was on her way up when that situation happened years ago with Kanye West when Kanye West got on stage and said no, y'all says you know you shouldn't get this award whatever but that was that started her career to go through the roof because white America saw that as a threat This is my personal opinion, and that helped her a lot. You know, like we talk about white women's tears sometimes, like when Hillary Clinton started crying, it helped her election sometimes a little bit with Barack Obama, because there is something about protecting the white men. And and, and there's a lot of been a lot of troublesome things in in, in Taylor, Taylor Swift's career to me. Taylor Swift, I remember her taking that picture years ago with that boy with that Nazi shirt on. I also remember Taylor Swift, has been he was dating some dude, who was kind of had some kind of racist stuff. So I always, well, what you doing hanging around that type of people, okay? I know you little you just going to get mad at me, but hey, that's how I look at all that. And they, people be covering people, people will cover people shit in America, okay? Especially if you're making a lot of money, okay? And then there was a bodyguard, I remember mean, on one time, talking about her being uh, with race and stuff like that. Hey, I don't know. I'm just saying. I've always got my side at it, okay. But Taylor Swift is selling out and doing so much because a lot of people play off of those racial dynamics in America, okay. And so she's looked at it. They played off that and they made her a whole town wholesome girl with this and that. And so they're selling that off to white kids everywhere. It's The Beyonce's of the world sometimes are over-sexualized, no offense, but they don't want them to, they, and not that, that Beyonce is an extremely talented it's just that they just don't want, they would rather their kids look up to Taylor Swift than you, Beyonce. And there's a lot of race dynamic and stuff, even though they're going to bring their kids to Beyonce some of them but it's a lot of racial competitiveness and stuff that happens in America on the undercurrent and America spreads that energy throughout the world. You know what I'm saying? So I have to, I'm going to talk to y'all about this on the podcast at another time about the racial dynamic of what I feel Taylor Swift, what that means, where that comes from. People might get offended. It's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to agree with me. Um, But um. I definitely believe that uh Taylor Swift is a different hustle. And like they just recently had her out at some person's wedding and people standing outside. You can best believe I'm gonna tell you, I believe that they was making they bought some people. My personal opinion is just maybe for published to have some people standing out there on their own you know what I'm saying. To make other people come around. I be believing in public tricks, okay? And what I think. Okay. A lot of y'all want the Michael Jackson level of fame. Michael Jackson was never supposed to, I don't believe, become that famous. Uh, I believe the world powers that be hated Michael Jackson becoming that famous. Michael Jackson was screamed. I mean, people of all races, all across the world, you cannot stop them. They tried to bring up. I mean, and white Americans tried to do, they tried to do Stone Michael with Bruce, Bruce Springsteen. Y'all, you got to remember the 80s. But they couldn't. They little girls were screaming for him just like we were. You know, like I'm saying, even with, even with his asexual self, okay? Michael Jackson was a disruptor, okay? So it is, it was, it was not surprising to me that they had the destruction of Michael Jackson. I think I remember one time. I think it was Lenny Kravitz. He was on um, "Arsenio Hall." I remember him saying that to be black and male and masculine. I think I think it was Lenny Kravitz. If I'm wrong, forgive me. But I think he was saying to be black, male, and masculine in the record business itself stuff can be dangerous. He said, sometimes that's why you see sometimes most of the black males have some, a slant of femininity to them. I was like, wow, that's easy he said about Prince and Michael Jackson, top black males. I think that was him. It's even himself, you know what I'm saying? And I thought, wow, that was deep what he said because it's very true. Uh, Michael Jackson was a scenario, was like, I mean, it, it was a very crazy dynamic and why anybody would want to try to mimic which is what they, they trying to do with Taylor Swift, because she, you're going to make her lose her mind. And I think she got too much skeletons. Because, see, listen, when white American does that, they always fall. They do. They fall hard, too. I'm okay? just going to tell you. Be careful trying to build up another little Michael Jackson. Yeah, they was trying to do this a few years ago with uh, – uh, what's her name? Katy Perry. Katy Perry was like, I ain't for the bullshit. Katy Perry ain't get. Katy Perry been trying to get out this shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But they try to do it with Taylor Swift. Okay, they 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 really pushing her, and it's another hustle. I, I I'm gonna talk about when I get a chance. When I get it, out of But Taylor Swift is a hustle of a different kind. Beyonce is a hustle in that they've over inflated her, and Beyonce allowed them to, and her family allowed them. And there has been with Beyonce a pushy sort of energy in my opinion to her her uh rise to fame. But people are scared of them. People I don't think it's Beyonce that people show up to your concert because they wanna I think it's a couple of things. They wanna be in on the what they perceive as the in crowd, whatever's behind Jay Z, which is not Jay Z itself, probably with the Live Nation or something like that. They wanna be in with them types of people and stuff like that. I really don't think it's y'all. See, they care less about y'all. <laughs> I think most entertainers probably get what y'all are. Figureheads, okay. And I just hate black people. We supposed to do, you know what? Here's what I just feel like. Black folks, and I know it's hard for y'all up there. I ain't, I ain't trying to get y'all. I know it's hard being Jay Z. It's hard being a Beyonce. But what I will say is that. When we get immersed that type of energy and that type of power, we have to understand that we are not to do things uh, like our oppressors. Got to figure out ways to not mimic like capital. I mean, you know, we can, we can we we definitely are in a capitalist society. We don't have to do it like they do it. And a lot of the situation I think where uh, with JVP like that, they're just. Faces of white capitalist, and they don't understand the politics of why that is, and they tend to keep promoting ideas that will just further create further uh problems It's not exciting to just see you make it jay z who gives a fuck? I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's not just exciting to see you just make it Tyler and you be the gatekeeper to the rap world. There's no gatekeeper for white America. White America has plenty of people in those industries and stuff like that. And it should be the same with black America. Perry shouldn't be the only person in Hollywood you have to go to to get them. If you black and have to want to get a movie, There should be several black uh, people out there with movies and and who can get you in, stuff like that. One gatekeeper at a time. That's because that's how white capitalism plays the game. And that and because they don't understand politics, they keep falling further and further behind in celebrity world. And they, they don't understand. So they gonna ask themselves right on out, which we talk about. B T. We got time. What I got time? We talk a time with that this week. Okay, B E T Paramount. The source noted that Paramount. This is according to Post dot com. It says um, Paramount Global has scrapped an auction of Black Entertainment Group. Has bids from prospective buyers, including media mogul Tyler Perry, were disappointed. Sources told the Post. The auction of BT, which operates cable channels, VH1 BT, and streaming service BT+, Plus kicked off earlier this summer, but hit a rollback after Medea creator refu- Perry refused to raise his $2 billion bid to meet Paramount's ask- asking price of $3 billion, the Post previously reported. Now, I would not be surprised if they tried to sell this to a foreign entity, to people that are not black Americans. I don't think they want to sell it to Tyler Perry. Because it's global, stage of globalism, right? That's why they decide to keep it. But a lot of people understand that, uh, 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 let me get this, okay? BT owner Paramount Global quietly notified bidders late Wednesday that it canceled the sale, as Source said. We made the decision because the benefits of maintaining a majority stake in BET media, <laughs> media Group creates more value for Paramount than any of the proposals we received, the source closed. The source noted that Paramount had been looking for a deal which could return. The asset to black ownership with a part with a party that could be a good partner and responsible steward of the asset and the mission, but nevertheless came up short because my personal opinion is that when you talk about black you can't black you can't just say black it needs to return to a black American group
0: okay.
1: um, Paramount also hoped for a deal that would result in meaningful deleveraging of paramount balance sheet according to the source. While bids fell short, there are still significant synergies between BET and the rest of Paramount in, distri- in distribution to local TV affiliates, advertising, streaming, according to a source. Okay, uh, Paramount's sell side bank, J.P. Martin, was expected to offer financing to suitors when the auction started and then failed to do so, mm-hmm. raising questions about the strength of BET Group. Two sources close to the situation told Post, Paramount then missed its forecast. Uh, for BT's earnings, or they might just not like the buyer they had. Uh, Sources said Byron Allen, the comedian turned media mogul who has a mass broadcasting empire that includes the Weather Channel, emerged late in the auction as a top bidder with an offer uh, worth roughly $3 billion. Now, which is interesting. Why didn't they want him to buy it? He had the money. Because they don't, they're interested in a program they have. Okay, they and see, you wouldn't be the owner; you'd be the majority owner. They still want to own a part of it. This is what I think, Jersey. Think is happening with Essence. I don't think Essence is completely black owned. That's just my opinion. Uh, African owned because it's not Black American owned. Uh, nevertheless, Paramount did not engage Allen in high-level talks after he made his bid last month. So the first close situ- situation close. Paramount did not want to sell to Byron Allen, a source at the company said, pointing to Allen's lack of committed finances. Is that really it? No, I think you were interested. I think you're interested in selling to foreign entities. I don't think they wanted to sell. Tyler Perry makes sense because Tyler Perry's shit is all over BET. Tyler Perry is BT. He's streaming BT. He's the streaming part of BT. He's this and that and what? BT is the first of all. It's not been that uh, been known to be a selling network the last couple few years. So for anybody for you asking for three billion dollars for a majority stake is crazy. You're looking for a sucker. And I believe you're looking for an int- foreign entity. So y'all better peek game, Tyler Perry, Byron Allen, Diddy. They don't want Black Americans to own BET. They don't want y'all. They want you. They want to spread globally. They want to have. They want to secretly sneak in globalism on African-Americans and African-Americans' children so that we will be part of some male population so they can erase the history of slavery. Listen, y'all better peep game. Ridiculous. Tyler Perry just made sense to me because Tyler Perry has already got his stuff over there. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, okay? Crazy, crazy, crazy. Speaking of hustling and trying to hustle up some money and hustle up stuff, was, was I speaking of that? <laughs> Beyonce, we're Beyonce out here uh, giving away some perfume samples. Samples of Beyonce's new fragrance handed out at Renaissance Concert Tour Stops. Consumers can pre-order the perfume on Beyonce's website. Girl, buy. Cool, oh, let's do it up here, guys. Selling perfume. She's hustling perfume. And it been $7,000 tickets. Well, uh, she is. Listen, you know, listen to that. The Beehive is being previews of Beyonce's latest fragrance during her global renaissance tour. In photos and videos posted on Twitter, fans are sharing snaps of the singer's perfume samples, which are being handed out in front of various venues. They're giving samples of Beyonce's new perfume, and it smells amazing. Right. <laughs> I need to order mine, wrote one of you. Oh, the Be- Listen, we already know what happens with the swarm when they talk about they going to art or something, okay? Ask the Ask Disney. Ask Half a Deer Young. Yeah. Ask Chloe Bates. Available exclusively on Beyonce's website. The scent retails for $160 and can be clear right now, But not of her has been for $160, for, and she's created stinky perfumes before. Beyonce, this is at a Hires will begin shipping in November, but only to U.S. and Canada. Those who purchase fragrance will also get a special gift, so, so only of five last. Created and designed by the pop and herself, the fragrance is crafted in France. It features top notes of clementine and golden honey, heart notes of rose and jasmine, and base notes of mandarin, mirror and amber. Only the shape of the bottle has been revealed. It's designed to, uh, to what is it, paf- obfuscated by shallow and current uh, images. By, but but according to Beyoncé like the perse- perfume is encased in art. Oh God. This isn't Beyonce's first time dabbling in the fragrance industry. In 2010, she lost the scent cot. She lost the heat nasty stinky heat, This which was released via a like, licensing deal with Cody Inc. It includes notes of Sequoia, Milkwood, Peach, and Honey Sucker You remember that. She also released and she said she's going to do a hair care brand. If you think she ain't on a money grab, y'all be thinking some of these people are billionaires. She released a hair care products. She trying to sell y'all stinky perfumes. She got y'all, uh, she got y'all buying uh, uh, bomb tickets to the uh, shows. I mean Beyonce, me too. I don't buy tickets. She's just crazy. She's out here just hustling up money. I see Beyonce. Y'all, a lot of y'all celebrities hustling. Um, they doing a lot of hustling. I mean we got cruises going on. We got all kind of stuff. They out here getting, trying to get some coins. I see y'all. I see y'all. <laughs> What's going on that we don't know? Something about to happen. Some they you know, when they hustling money like that, like they all went on tour at once, they all started going around. you I mean, got people renaming tours if that's still the same tour. <laughs> it's
0: to
1: how up in these musical uh, in these music streets. What y'all doing out there? What y'all? Y'all know something about to happen, baby. And then you know, in in LA, you know, they've been having the hurricanes. Uh, um, what was it? Hurricane, earthquake? Ooh, y'all better be careful. The the earth is mad. Earth, hurricane, and the earthquake at the same time in the in the in we're in, in the in the the heart of the Hollywood industry. Ooh, sounds scary. <laughs> That's because y'all out here all out here hustling at the same time. I mean, they've been hustling up some stuff. I mean, big time, okay? Speaking of that, let me talk about fifty cents. What does it say? Fifty cents, something fifty cent. Oh, I know what I'm gonna talk to you about. Before we do fifty cent. Blueface tells Christian Rock he hopes she fails her DNA test on Crazy Environment. Uh, this is Courtney Hot new hip hop dot com. Tomorrow's episode of Crazy in Love shouldn't surprise anyone. More drama, more revelations, and more instances of Blueface teasing Christian Rock about her pregnancy. Accepting as a child, is has been a tough road for California rapper. With both of their volatile antics and personalities in mind, it's uh, it's an understandable good reaction. But they need to support each other to make it work. Though so the reality TV show, we've seen them try to reach a point. However, with the benefit of hindsight with their current beef, we know that not much has worked out. Regardless, in a teaser clip for tomorrow's episode, uh, Blueface tells Krishan, this already happened, by the way, Rock that he hopes she does a DNA test. Presumably they were all talking about whether Rock's child is his. It has It's unclear what else it could mean in the context. I hope you strike out uh, the or artist said, also referring to her lie detector test and to skipping the results uh, altogether. Still, he said he loves her regardless, and she refused to acknowledge the high-five uh, motion to her after seeing these claims, Okay, let's fix this situation then. Child, this is sad here, right here. Failed the lie detector test? Boy, no, I did it. I just hope he failed the DNA test. I did not fail it. No, skip the
3: results.
0: That shit it was cool. hope you strike out.
1: But I love you regardless, though. Damn. Wow. So, just imagine, just imagine, just, I mean, loving somebody, being with them, and him telling you that you get pregnant. Now, I don't know if she lying about the baby or not. I just imagine the way she act she it's probably his baby. But just imagine some man telling you, I hope he strike out on the DNA test. <sighs> Girls, this is the kind of stuff I said they ends up make you end up on the episode of Deadly Women on the ID channel. This is when somebody's penis is crazy. They done made you crazy. Okay, and she's sitting up there still laid up with her. I would have been just like me, I'm out. I, I would have took my little pregnant belly, I would have said, First of all, sign off on your kid and you ain't gonna find out about the DNA test, nothing, I got this. He wants to you bring my baby in the in in the world with the energy of you not you not wanting it all around it. I'm glad she I'm hoping she's serious about this getting away from this man, okay? Hopefully she's done. Not that she hasn't caused her own set of shit too with him. She's been wild too. But please, when somebody tell you in your face you failed the eye detector and then I want you to strike out on the DNA. I mean y'all girls y'all got to be you got to be losing your mind. I mean is the penis that good Were you? He said, I hope you stack out of my penis Oh, oh, Ooh, 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 mm, mm, mm. I done seen women like that, though, before. Where they just messed up. You know what I'm saying? Nothing you can do. It's going to take Chris you know, Sean looks like she's snapping out of it. You know, but sometimes it takes certain women a long time to snap out of uh, the, the shenanigans with certain men. You know, some men be talking to him in any kind of way. Be saying wild stuff. Child. I had a friend one time, this dude. You know, he had. You know, he was bobbing. He had a lot of money and stuff like that. But he be talking crazy to her. I be like, girl, I don't care how much money he got. Okay, hey, I don't care how much. You tell him to kiss your ass. I mean, it was like them. It was gaslighting and abuse. I mean. He was making her crazy. Making her nuts. Be he talking to other chicks and be like, you know, I'm not in a relationship. And then over at her house I was like, he was just he was torturing her. I said, girl, please, get out of this shit. don't keep, keep shit. We didn't get that much money. Oh my you, know, you know, I got options. I'm like, Well go on with your options. It. Not to make that woman nuts. Make her crazy. When somebody got y'all like that, y'all need to go let, let let it go. let it go. They go let it go. Don't let nobody make you crazy out in these streets. Kanye, did you sign over your yo? Uh, now I'm here and they say Kanye gives his power of attorney. This is according to his wife, his power of attorney. This is according to Com. It says, last year, uh, Kanye West was rumored to have Mary Yeezy, architecture designer, di- director Bianca Sensory. Now, inside saying, He is given Bianca power of attorney. Jesus. Lord, you shouldn't have done lawsuits. You shouldn't have done Lord, have mercy. New documents seen by the U.S. Sun shows that Bianca has been given a major role in their relationship, and she quietly assigns special power of attorney over one of his properties back in March. Okay, over one of his properties. Okay, that's different. Unlike general power of attorney, which gives wide range of decision power, special power of attorney limits the area of decision-making to clearly laid out circumstances. A filing from the Los Angeles County Register reported shows she is so far I've been tasked with the offloading of each property in hidden hills opposite of his ex kim which was sold back in june a source plan, she will likely have further legal responsibility although it was initially rumored that they married in la And inside told the u.s fund they exchanged vows at a five thousand dollar a night Amagary resort in utah the u.s son came confirmed they did not register for a marriage license in utah listen that Gemini ain't that crazy. Lord me. have mercy. I you know, a little bit of power of attorney. You might be trying to piss Kim off or whatever. Listen, I I gotta see if Kanye is like this in the next year, quiet and stuff, and signing off power of attorneys and stuff, she's not a she's not a wife, she's a handler. Like y'all you know what y'all be kept saying about the Illuminati Every since celebrities be having handlers and stuff you know under MKL so maybe that's going on with I'm I'm gonna give y'all uh Y'all people out here in the Illuminati, I mean, the conspiracy world, that, okay? He, I will say he's under a handler if that's the case, okay? That's crazy. Mad nuts, okay? That is, that's wild. Did Ms. Tina talk about uh, shuts down, what did they say? The publicist, Miss Tina. Uh, don't play with my daughter. Tina knows often shuts of down critics comparison of Beyonce's record breaking tour to Taylor Swift. I don't think there is a comparison. I mean Taylor Swift was literally selling out two days at arenas. Beyonce was struggling to do so. Okay, Taylor Swift was selling two and three days out in arenas. Like she was here in Texas and sold both days out. She sold two days out at Arrowhead. Those are sixty seventy five thousand plus arenas. Beyonce be up here playing, okay? She's not in the ballpark, huh? <laughs> and if you get close to in the ballpark, it's because you you managed to sell seven thousand dollars tickets. Like I don't think hers was. They were selling hers on the second market, like twenty thousand and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, we come on, let's quit playing. Miss Tina, let's quit playing, okay? The fashion designer was stopped at LAX, the fashion designer. Miss Tina back to doing Miss Tina's design? Why you calling her the fashion designer? Is Miss Tina back at the house of Dario? Miss Tina's product back here? Anyway, it stopped at LAX airport where she was asked to give her input on the recent discussion that put her daughter Beyonce up against popular country term, uh, Hot music and Taylor Swift. Both ladies launched their tours earlier this year and sold out multiple arenas around the world. No. Did Beyonce sell out? Maybe a couple. We'll have to look at that. Though Beyonce's mom, who now goes by Tina knows on her Instagram account, and they say that she had nothing to say about this, she soon agreed that the two amazing queens should be praised instead of prepared. They both should be celebrated, she told Tina G. And specifically asked if B and Swift could be compared to each other. The 69-year-old Adam and Lee stated, absolutely not. You know better than that. A snippet of nose Lost in one-minute interview hit the neighborhood talk Instagram page where a her comment is picked sides for their favorite performer. One comment read, to be honest, Taylor got more hits, bigger fan base, sold out more tours and albums than Beyonce. Yes, Taylor has all that. She can't sing as well as Beyonce. She can't dance as well as Beyonce. I mean, that's, that's facts, okay? But, you know, it is what it is. I told you about race and class in America and how they dissect. But Beyonce, but Taylor Swift is a far better songwriter and has better music. I will give her that. And, you know, I don't see Beyonce as any comparison of, you know, I just see Beyonce. Beyonce can't even be compared to Adele. Now, if it was Adele and Taylor Swift, y'all was comparing out here. Because that's who's selling like a lot less. You know, I'm just having an honest discussion here. Another person, P.N., Beyonce has worked tirelessly for years. Stop comparing the hardworking black woman to that lady. Oh, Jesus. Don't try to put the hardworking black people. See, black people, listen, we ain't got to take up to people. See, listen, Beyonce has been contrived. If Beyonce just naturally flow out here in herself, she, she'd probably be way big, big, bigger than what she pretends to be. There were also a few Instagram users who think not to think there was a deeper meaning behind Nose Loss and could respond. A few of those comments included following, Beyonce will not say a peep, but Mama Tina is going to let us know what's really going on. Of course. Miss Tina is the public. Don't you all know that by now? Man, I'm tired. Miss Tina is the publicist. I call Miss Tina Beyonce public. I don't even know if it's the – what happened to a Beyonce Miss Tina is the public. I, that's who I say D- I, Y'all say fashion designer I say Miss Tina The publisher Y'all say Miss Tina knows That's what I call it over these streets. We got to get serious around here Okay Alright so Let's talk about 50 Cent talking about L.A. was finished Okay After viral flash mob smash and grab at Neuschwan's. The rapper previously criticized the region's reinstatement of a zero bail policy that many cited for an uptick in crime. Okay, this is according to um Fox News dot com. This is amazing to me that these rappers who once like, you know, promoted image fifty cent is named after a alleged robber. That that name came from a guy who used to rob people in New York City. Okay. <laughs> So it's funny that he said my L.A. Like, is finished. But <laughs> so this is rapper PDC has doubled down on the decline of in the quality of life in Los Angeles following a series of brazen smash and grab robberies and shopping mobs. On Sunday, he wrote on Instagram, "I told you L.A. is finished. They're gonna have to lock the doors, uh, appointment only." Shaking my head, and a post accompanied by video footage of a flash mob of 50 people ransacking a Nordstrom and Caniga parts of up to 100,000 worth of merchandise. Uh, fellow rapper YG, a native of Los Angeles suburb, a content comment on the post, we ain't finished, we just getting started. Okay, you know what, let me just say this about these. Uh, uh, video capture from inside, and shows uh, dozens of people ransacking the store and rushing to the front entrance, bags and other items in hands. I'm gonna just tell you this, I have a conspiracy theory sometimes with these pop stores and stuff getting wrapped. They do have insurance policies, so hopefully... Nobody's doing no shady stuff, okay, and you know they may not be selling as much in inflation, so then you know okay, that's all I say um, listen uh if l a keeps being what it is, yeah, you are finished. I mean, if you keep robbing and doing all kind of crazy stuff and all kind of nutty stuff, you know, I already got earthquakes and and, and 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 hurricanes happening at the same damn time. If that don't wake y'all up to repent, <laughs> I don't know what need to, I don't know what be that. <laughs> y'all literally saw the Mangora up there. <laughs> Shit, that's a- Y'all about to, y'all about to fall off in the ocean. The thing with one with one sweep with one win. Andrea's father about to crack with one swift win from the hurricane. Mean, really, y'all, if y'all don't get it, okay? I mean, I understand we y'all having crazy things happening around the, the the world, but this a earthquake and. And uh, 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 a hurricane, and y'all ain't had an hurricane in 84 years, mad crazy. Y'all think God ain't trying to, I ain't saying God trying to tell you something, but y'all ain't think that nature's trying to tell y'all something? Oh <laughs> <laughs> wow, up in L.A. Y'all wild. It's wild. God. <laughs> it's wild. I don't know. Y'all better pray. A lot going on. I got a lot going on. <laughs> oh my goodness! I be taking my bags right now. I be like, you see that? See, like something about to go down. Okay, I'm gonna see the shit. It might be done. Okay, y'all have a an hurricane and earthquake at the same time, child, It might be a rat. <laughs> oh my goodness! Listen, okay. What else we got to talk? About? We got to talk about tonight? All a little stuff, y'all. I hope listen, I hope y'all have a wonderful rest of y'all week. It's Tuesday morning, it's late. Child, I don't know if you happy. But what I wanna talk what do we wanna end with? What conversation we wanna end with? I don't know. Here's what I wanted to say to y'all Jack. I think I was meaning for it to be out it's a road but I got off on something
0: else.
1: I was talking about today, we were talking about the um Power of your uniqueness, the power of being different, the power of um, not letting your difference and your uniqueness uh, and the rejection you may feel from it um, discourage you or in, or in or or stop you from being your authentic self. Okay. What I will tell you guys is important. It is so cool to be have a a specific uniqueness to yourself, an authenticity to yourself. It is cool to um, to be different. There's nothing wrong with that. I love difference. I love different people. I love when people are considered the underdogs in society. You know what I'm saying? I do. I love a good underdog. I like the person that's, you know, that that's not, you know, they ain't got they they don't get the credit they deserve, but you know they gonna get it, right? You know they it's coming for them and stuff like that. I love that kind of energy. So I'm just saying. Don't be discouraged if you're the underdog. Don't be discouraged if you, if ain't nobody, you like, dang, I'm, I, nobody going to be checking for me. Your time is going to come, okay? It's going to come. And don't be discouraged if you feel like you're sometimes so different that people don't get you and stuff like that. It's okay. Your uniqueness will put you in the, the right spot, in the right place. You ain't got to be nobody else, baby, okay? You can be your unique, beautiful self. right so that's y'all it's a word that's what i wanted to say to y'all earlier okay it's okay embrace your uniqueness embrace who you are embrace your difference okay that's that's those are usually the dope things about self okay and usually when you can when you know your own um how can i say your own um spiritual fingerprint because we all have unique fingerprints when you know your own spiritual fingerprint, who you are and everything like that, that's when you can give it to the world um you can give it to the world for, uh not for, yeah, freely. You can give it to the world freely even if you, you you know and you you don't have to be scared about it, okay? Because you know it's your own unique thing. It's your own unique uh, unique spiritual fingerprint, okay? So when you know yourself, that's when you're able to sell yourself out there to people and 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 everything around you, okay, and everything grows and stuff like that. So that's all I wanted to say to y'all, okay? Listen, it's been fun, y'all. I got my show off. I got my show off for those of y'all who are going to be listening to the archive show. Enjoy, okay? So I'm going to say this now because I'm not coming back. You know, normally I come back, and but since we're getting off a little early tonight, I usually come back and say, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, you're listening to the archive show. What's up, archive listeners? Okay, remember you can hit me up on the Carlisle Chat with a Facebook page, especially if you guys want to be in the six month boot camp thing. Uh, You can also hit me up on um, uh, you can hit me up on Carly's underscore galaxy on Instagram. Uh, Also you can hit me up on X at C Chatwood Show and Carlotta 72. I'm also on threads and and TikTok. I don't know all that. I have to tell y'all later, okay? Because I've been posting on TikTok lately. I I just got bored so I'm trying to post on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing when I have it on TikTok, okay, y'all? But I had to give y'all a world for TikTok because I never got where it is, all right? I am out. Y'all have a wonderful, wonderful week, rest of your week. See y'all. We're going to end with Corinne, baby, Ray. Right? I love this song. Closer. It's the CC show. I'm Carlotta. I'm out. See y'all. I don't want to give you up. I
2: don't want to hold you up. I don't want ambiguous. I just know that I've had enough.